Stay the fuck at home. The Rona is spreading. This shit is no joke. It's no time to work or roam. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the fuck at home. Now, technically, I'm not a doctor. But motherfuckers listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam fucking Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the fuck at home. Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble. Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the fuck home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the motherfucking app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please stay the fuck at home. Thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve because that shit is steep. And now that you're home, please feel free to go the fuck to sleep. So question, um, I want to do a shower check. How many people have taken a shower today? <laughs> and be out today? Today. I take, I take almost like two a day though. Really? Why? Yeah, like on my norm. That's the only thing that helps me stay normal. Oh, okay. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Why? So I have to change clothes. I have to pretend as though I'm going to comb my hair, which I haven't actually done that though. So you getting up and you're putting on... What? clothes every day too right like i i get up every morning i make some coffee i brush my teeth i take a shower and do everything as though i'm about to leave the house and i just turn around and don't <laughs> <laughs> no i'm gonna be honest with you uh today is sunday and i have not um but for the most <laughs> part i have been showering at least once a day uh, like Brittany said though like what's taking a back seat is like my deep conditioning hair routine things like that like I yeah. am struggling and it's mainly because I'm like oh I don't Listen. need to do my hair no one's gonna see me and then when I go to do right. it it feels like sandpaper I'm like oh shit right, right. I'm about to say so you got some color purple shit going on right <laughs> man, now it's, it's, I'm seeing oh, out man. here it's rough it's for real it's a real deal situation <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I feel like the fact that I've kept my hands out of my hair outside of like washing it, it's it's a okay. Omar, mm. how's your hair regimen? Do you think? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's the same. Shave, shit, shave, and shower. <laughs> the three S's every day. Have you been? Have you been deep conditioning? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm a man. Now, now here's what's funny. So, okay, so my boyfriend. He has a lot of hair and he relies on a haircut damn near weekly because his hair grows so fast. Um, oh, he has not been able to go get his haircut and he feels like he looks like a fucking like a slave. Bear. He probably like a slave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he an educated say, slave. <laughs> right. He gonna say I'm about to go put on my do-rag. And I said right. for, for what? what? Like, <laughs> Just in case. You never I'm know. I'm like man. dude you, you got this fucking layer of carpet right because his shit all wavy and shit. So it's just 
damn near like he can take flight. Like if you blow, that shit will start blowing, <laughs> blowing in the wind and shit. I'm like, you're gonna put that do rag on for what? To be this a fucking Brittany? Do you know how to cornrow? Like, can you uh, can you hook him up? Girl, my cornrow skills are terrible. I mean, I could get the braid in there, but I ain't saying it's gonna last. Poor <laughs> 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 little struggle. I wasn't struggle that chick. Cornrows. Right, I wasn't that shit. You can't do the micro braids or the hell no. Micro stitches. The stitches. Hell no. You know how you had some chicks in school who was always the designated braiders, who all the basketball players fuck with to braid their hair. Mm. Yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Mm. Nah. So you ain't got no braids. You know, you look like you could do some hair, Brittany. So I'm kind of surprised. I can. You do. You do get that. You do get that look. I could do hair. I can't. I can't slay your shit. Like, I'm going to put three fucking feet in braids and then add some fucking a fan in the back. I'm not, I can't the do all that. that. you know all these terms. <laughs> what you're saying, you know how to apply the perm. You know how to apply the perm. I, what I'm saying <laughs> is I could color, you know, out of box. I could do a little girl's hair, throw some um, twists in that shit and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? I can she lay like, you for church. TCB. Right, I can in the pink lotion. I, I can lay you for church. <laughs> oh, 90s But ass. I can't lay you for no goddamn uh, Hip hop music v- video awards and shit. I Just bring the TCB and don't forget the main and tail. That's the most no, important you need part. That, is the you main need that blue, ma- that blue magic. That's what <laughs> the you blue need. Blue magic, right? No, 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 no. Y'all want to know the shit I used to hate, like with a passion, with a severe passion. Do y'all remember that? Let's jam. Jam, yes. Oh, oh yeah. my god. The jam, the dark. Oh my jam. god! Like yeah. all I recall is that sister's hair would look like a bullet. Because they would put that shit on <laughs> and they would slick it back, right? It was almost like so they the put liquid. from Mario Brothers yes. that you yes. had to jump off. Yes, yes, <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like, Brittany. Listen, we Straight didn't have up. edge control like we have now. Man, if look, we no, y'all had that shit product. that was like liquid concrete that you all would put on your head. And, 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 and after a while, it would dry and get brittle. Oh, yeah, when it uh, dried up, it looked terrible. used to look terrible. It used y'all to look crispy haters. on the sides. It looked like you just left peroxide on your right. forehead. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a good that look. That ain't man. a good look, man. I know I know what you're trying to do, boo. But what about the Vaseline back in the day when you go to school with the Vaseline on your forehead? Listen. Oh, man. Your shit be Listen. shining. Look at Y'all uh, never did that to me. Uh, my grandmother did. Are you did, kidding me? Okay. Which is why. Mine did. To this day. To this day. I, I wear um, lotion on my face. Like, like if I don't have a yep. light oh, sheen yeah. of moisture on my face, yeah. I feel like yeah. something is wrong because my grandmother used to Vaseline us up from head to toe every day. Yo, want to hear something funny? So on the way out the door every morning, I, I keep a small thing of petroleum jelly by the front door so I can lather my kids down. Before we leave the house every morning because <laughs> they don't know how to apply lotion. Right. Like, my son still be looking like a lost slave every time he leave the house. And then my daughter refuses to put it on herself, yet her face be just hella dry. They have I'm, to I'm understand like, that just because they're light-skinned does not mean that they can get mean away. Mean they not going to get ashes. Well, look, well, look. Right. well, not just that, but then also, because if we're keeping it 100, like, the real reason 
of why Britney does this is because she don't want to look like a trifling parent. And that's that's you that's the me? biggest motivating factor that everybody <laughs> kind of goes through. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, all right, I don't want to send my kids out here looking like shit. So, Hell like, no. hey, Britney, do you do that thing that moms do where they take the spittle and they wipe off some shit in your face? Like, if you... Oh, my kids hate it. My kids hate it. They hate it. And I will do it in a heart motherfucking beat. I don't give a fuck who's watching. I don't care who's looking, listening, or whatever. My daughter will fight me to know just to because know in like gross. please don't it's I don't disgusting. give a fuck she should she should and like I told her you should have checked your face before you left the fucking house oh yeah how many times <laughs> oh, do yeah. I have to tell you about this oh yeah I mean I can't I can't say it no no more mm. like so, check so your face. wait a minute wait a minute so are you admitting that when you do it that it's kind of like punishment a little bit like like oh yeah I know you don't like this but you know, you're going to get this spit and maybe this will teach oh, you moving forward to wash right. your face. You brought right. this on yourself. Do you, do, you, right. do you know me? You know me, right? Right. You know me, right? Okay. Not only is it a punishment, I'm dramatic and I'm over the top. Oh, when I goodness. Do this. Oh, goodness. Oh, I take it to another level. No, you, I have called her back to you the car. Nasty. Listen, <laughs> I have called her back to the car and she didn't made it to the park, to the playground. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't got out the car. To get some shit out of her face. I have let it sit there the entire ride until we got to her school just to be an asshole. Absolutely. That is hilarious. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you get frustrated when you put it all right there for you. Like, I'm I'm steady saying, put some Vaseline on your face. It's cold outside. You're going to wish you had this Vaseline on at 12 o'clock when your face ashy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You at school and you ain't got nothing nothing with you. You're going to wish you had this Vaseline. Mm -hmm. And Vaseline keep you warm, too. It helps the, oh yeah. yeah, it keeps mm-hmm. the heat in. Why are y'all just clogging the pores? Things. Like, are these real things? Yeah. No, no it's they're for making shit up. Just because y'all niggas be ashy, it see, also see, lowers your blood understand. pressure. It, it they don't know. They don't know. They don't know until you go to school in the inner city of Chicago. Go to high school. And be ashy, be imper- and be imperfect. I'm not right. talking about any, being ashy. He idea. said it makes you warm. <laughs> what yeah, are dude, you talking it do. about? It keeps the heat in. It keeps the heat in. It clogs your pores. Yeah, it okay. It does. So when you leave the house after, and it keeps after, the dirt in too. It keeps the dirt <laughs> in as well. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're not scrubbing your face, but you just piling dirt on it every day, <laughs> and you concealing the shit, and you wonder why these kids sick. Hey, hey. Hey, I bet you all the kids they use Vaseline ain't catching Corona. How about that? You know that what I'm bet saying? You they hey, don't. I, I'm gonna tell you them. I'm gonna tell you them dirty kids in school ain't catching it. <laughs> <laughs> that boy that smell like right. <laughs> ain't nobody everybody going around him. Had, everybody had that kid, man. And you know what? You know, in a moment of seriousness, right? Like, I don't think we were bullies growing up. We just didn't understand, right? Like that that kid was stinking because they parents may have not had sucked sucked they parents man they sucked or or maybe they just fell on like hard times like 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 we weren't aware that that it had financial implications you're trying to tell me there's someone that lives in the city without running water shit uh no they're nasty they're nasty I grew up poor as hell. We cleaned our ass every day. (laughs) (laughs) Clothes was washed. Clothes was washed. That was for sure. But that's the thing. I just think that, um, and this is not nothing new, but like there were just some parents who just didn't pay attention. And 
no one can say like it was the fault of the parent or whatever their situation was at the time because you know you got parents that work nights and kids got to be at school at between seven and eight o'clock who knows what was going on right but clearly you the kid was slipping through the cracks because one nobody checking him from head to toe like, uh, uh, okay you clean huh their entire educational life, they were okay. slipping through the crack. I, I just don't, I don't no. know. I'm just They're saying. They're nasty-ass parents. Okay, They're nasty-ass yeah. parents. You've all been to someone's house, and you're like, these motherfuckers dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of us it on this The whole podcast. family. <laughs> the whole right, family. Right, not just yeah, the right. one kid you went to school with. You go to the house. You're like, oh, shit. I can't even sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a rat? It's, it's a Is that rat. a rat under your couch? It's, I it's a rat in there. It's roach house. It's I couldn't even. Yeah. That bitch asked me, number one, I couldn't put my book bag down because I just knew. Gross. All I could hear my mama saying was, did you bring roaches in this house? Okay, that's number one. Then number two, the bitch asked me, did I want some Kool-Aid on any other motherfucking (laughs) given Tuesday? I will want some Kool-Aid. Okay, I am like 14. Yes. We had just left practice. A glass of sugar? Yes, please. Thank you. Girl, until that bitch opened her cabinet and them roaches scattered, no, I say, no. bitch, no. I mean, it's going to be a no for Run. me. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to pass. I, I do not over. want any Kool-Aid. Thank you, though. And I, I commend myself because at that age, it's like anything is liable to come yeah. up and out your mouth. You could have been You know what I'm saying? For sure. A very inappropriate. Me, but Brittany. Yeah. Brittany. Yeah. I went over one of my little brother friends. <laughs> I knew they were dirty when I saw. I'm sorry, them. that just that that immediately my little sounded brother like friend some bullshit. <laughs> look, 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 look. They were they had the skinny legs, but they were all fat at the top. No, right? so I was like the whole family, all the boys and the mama, and they all fat at the top with skinny legs. No, and they dirty. We go to the house. I said, man. Why do they have a deep freezer in the goddamn kitchen next to a refrigerator? I'm like, oh, these some eating motherfuckers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> these some eating so, motherfuckers. These some eating motherfuckers. My little brother come, come to me and say, hey, man, come look in this fridge. We open the fridge up. It's a whole pig in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> a whole fuck. I've never seen a pig. Oh, in was it in Hawaii? Because they do that shit all the time. I'm like, y'all need to stop eating and clean this motherfucker up. Like, how old were you? How is your? I was probably like eighteen. Oh, okay, so you was grown. Like, clean this motherfucker up. Yeah, I, I was. I'm seeing what's going on, and the whole house is dirty, and no one cares. Everyone's <laughs> no one clothes, cares. like, and and let me tell you, like, and I mean to the level of dirty, like, everybody had on a dirty shirt. Like, it was like no. they all were mechanics. <laughs> and they would go outside and work on cars and they come back in and eat. And then that that's the life. They all had dirty, even the mama had a dirty shirt. I'm like, some some wh- who did this? Well, see, that's the thing though. Because there's somebody Because I, I agree with you, oh, like I do think it's trifling parents, but I remember reading this article recently about this uh this school. It was like a public school in the inner city. I can't remember what city it was, but um I think it was like GE or somebody uh donated washer and dryer washer and dryer so basically all the students uniforms were being washed every day and attendance went up by 90 percent so i think a lot of them little poor kids they don't have the ability to get their clothes no no 
I'm I'm not I'm not I'm telling you. <laughs> I grew up on welfare, I Casey. Understand that. Most people have access to welfare in the city. Now, if you talk about someplace where there's no welfare, I'll no, buy that I think argument. That that, no, I think that they for sure had welfare, but if the parents were trifling, the kid is is ultimately suffering. You totally agree. Yeah. I think that's my that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think we're saying the it's same the thing. parents. They're trifling. They're nasty, and they're teaching their kids, and their kids are repeating the cycle. That's all I'm mm, saying. True. Like you can't tell me that you don't have two dollars to buy a bar of soap or three dollars to buy some laundry detergent. And make you know your how poor people get in the tub. You know how make you them get in the tub. You don't need a you don't need a a, a wash and dryer. We used to throw them bits in the tub. We put them in the sink. You wash it. You hang it up. You don't need a wash and dryer for that. You just trifling. You chose not to. I'm going to tell you, I grew up uh, right across from another dude. His whole family was like that, too. Like, they were so dirty that they had skid marks and shit all over their legs. Because oh their skin is being eaten up because they were basically not washing their clothes. They would basically just throw it in the hamper and then pull it out and, and spray it. With like uh, aerosol spray and put it back on and iron it. Oh my god! And oh, they ironed it. Wait, but they sealed but, that but shit they, in with a. I, oh my god! That is the. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> and, and, that, you see, because y'all talking to a nigga you. that loves to iron. Oh my god! Ironing something that Isaac. is dirty is to me, man. That's that's the devil's work right there. Straight <laughs> up. The but they're walking work. around with jewelry, mm. gold chains on, and oh, new wow. Jordans on every time, and not they're just trifling. They learned that the whole family did it. Like you, you, you know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's just definitely like learned. You could be in a you could be in a hood and have intelligence, right? Like you could be in the hood and be broke but still have cleanliness like no you're just trifling you dirty yeah yeah, yeah. and you learned I'm it from somewhere wow. you learned That's, it from somewhere you know what it is it's, it's interesting because when omar first started that tirade i was just laughing but i was like no nah, because you know casey and the statistics that really did resonate with me um and 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 it i don't think that what omar says discredited any of the statistical data that you share, Casey, and the overall point. But I do concur with you, though, O, because you are right about that. Like, I, I can't even stun. When I think back on a few incidents of the stinky kid or the stinky person, so it started with the stinky kid. And if it's a stinky kid, then, yeah, wholeheartedly, you put that on the parent's negligence in some regard, right? Because unless you are working 24 hours a day, like just round the clock, you just don't sleep, Right. There was probably a time that could have been allocated towards cleaning the children's clothing, right? You chose to go and get the 40 or you chose to sleep and watch whatever or whatever it was you decided to do. You know what I'm saying? It might not even been anything negative, but it was some other shit that you prioritized above cleanliness. And it was unfortunate that your child had to suffer the consequences. And you are right, because I remember in high school that there was this kid uh, and, and, and he was rather popular or whatever. He was like half Asian, half black type cat. But I just remember around like late freshman year going into sophomore year, he started developing another reputation as being the dude that was always stinking. And this cat, you know, he... He always looked like, you know what I'm saying, he had on the Jabos and the Jordans and this, that, and the third or whatever. And it was like it was like he was he was posting at first, but then we started noticing that, man, he'd been wearing them same couple of pairs of jeans. So it's like I couldn't really determine what it was, but regardless of what it was, I will put that on 
the parents to some degree to not make it a priority. Now, understanding that there are circumstances that may cause that to happen. Right. But but cleanliness like, OK, is cleanliness a luxury is what we should be asking. Granted, you're not home. No, no, no. <laughs> we ain't going to even play that game. I'm gonna tell. I'll tell you another story. We we had a dude on I'm our block. You. We had to whoop his ass. We had to whoop his ass to go take a shower. <laughs> this motherfucker had four cars, but remained dirty. That's just how he was raised. But I think. But that he, I think it's that's not a like part, he didn't have the money. Part of what we talk about when we when we say breaking like generational curses. I think a it's about wealth, but it's also this kind of shit too. Like I think people are learning. You know, I think if kids were were taught that by their parents to to wash up every day to do X, Y, and Z, that's what they would be doing, and then they teach their kids to do that in X, Y, and Z. So, like, we just have to break that cycle, and hopefully, shit, these kids will start working on it. But these kids be smelling like shit, so I don't Casey, think. Casey, so. break what cycle? You you gotta smell your no, own. No, but you no 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 no. You tell me you don't smell Omar. this shit. I smell no, no, it. You no, don't no. smell this you shit. Don't, you don't notice. <laughs> I'm the only one that smells this. That's I, I would agree, but that's you trying Omar. to tell me if you smell like you're like oh I smell like shit. I should do something no, about it. No, for sure. If you just like I smell like shit. Fuck no, it. No, Omar. If you don't like it, move that around. First, that first day or two, like as a human being, it's like Ugh, I'm smelling myself or whatever. But there is a period where people start to just get used to it. Like, you have to know at a point, they don't give a fuck. Like, it, it no longer smells bad. It just is like your scent. It's like you you get used to it. I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't like it. I'm Listen, just saying Casey, I know how to If I ate asparagus, <gasps> oh if I ate asparagus, I would want to go back in time because my pee smell like asparagus. And you telling me if you don't wash up and you just smell like shit all day, you just like... This is cool. So you mean to tell this me that cool. in houses that be smelling like shit like that, like all those people smell it and do nothing about it? No, they've gotten accustomed to it and it no longer smells as putrid to them as it does somebody else. It's got to smell putrid when you first walk in, though. You know what I mean? I don't oh, you, know. You I don't know. Time. Like, like when, you sit in, when you sit in the bathroom and you shit and you know, whew, I don't even want to be in here with myself, right? But eventually your oh nose does gosh. kind of adjust, right? But when you walk out and you come back in, you like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I, I, I think your shit do reset. I think there is a level reset that occurs. <laughs> like somebody smelled the coffee be beans. Right. Like if that's the stench, Casey, like Casey's basically saying like, it's like you marked your territory, the whole family. Mm. And, they, and you used to the stench. You know what though? Like, because it's not stench. You know to what you. though? That is true. It's your, but it I, is like it's because you, no, you know what I've heard. It's your no territory. Offense, it's your no territory. No offense to other like cultures, but if you go to certain countries, and I was you're just like, about oh to say God, that. It smells so bad case. here. Mm-hmm. That that is that's normal for them. It doesn't like even over in France. Them. I heard that they don't take showers every day. Like that's and not really a part of their culture. Certain kind of deodorants and shit. Right. And so and so like you What's just gotta that? adapt to like oh shit I'm smelling. And you know what's interesting now? Let me ask y'all this while we getting deep on this you know societal uh, civilization type flow. Like excuse me. What what if you okay? So pheromones are that uh it's like a chemical secretion that your body um you know secretes uh and it it has a (laughs) scent right um and in most cases could you say that again i know i totally (laughs) jacked that shit up i meant to say pheromones uh, pheromones are are chemical secretions that come out of your body that have a scent right uh thank you omar 
Okay, so like droplets. They, they yes. trigger a social response in yes. members of the same species. Exactly. Well, of the opposite sex generally, but but it's, it's yes, an attractive thing. Yes, but meaning thing. other humans, not Oh, right. Animals. Oh, I'm sorry, members. That's right, you didn't say that. Okay, anyway. Um, so, like, in most cases, like a fragrance, they'll say that, you know how two people will put on a fragrance and it'll smell totally different on one person right. than the next? That's because mm-hmm. your body's pH level um, has kind of interacted with the scent and it makes it smell different, right? So, uh, the olfactory sense, which is your nose um, or the scent of smell, is the most developed scent out of all of your five senses, right? They say it's the only scent that is fully developed at the age of birth. And so that's why scents are so important because in many cases they'll trigger like feelings of nostalgia and things of this nature. So um, dogs and many animals use a scent of smell to know when, you know, uh, a person is in heat or not a person, uh, um, an animal is in heat. And so I question sometimes, are humans wired the same way? But because we've gotten so into cosmetics and covering the scent that we are no longer using our olfactory sense the the the, the way that animals would, right? Like in a like sense in a romantic of, way? Like, like, okay, so now if I'm attracted to a woman, I'm just looking on physical and mental, but smell might be something that was supposed to trigger us and let us know whether or not we were compatible with one another. So if I smell you and I think you stink, I'm like, nah, that ain't for me. Well, but but it might stink I, for me, but to another nigga, it might be like, man, she smells delicious, right? Like, I, because we all got different I, shit we like. I think I think I think we still do use it, but I think that it it has enhanced a little bit and it has kind of evolved over time. I think that that's that element. Have you ever been attracted to somebody and you don't know why? You don't understand why? Like every time you get around them, like it's like, what the fuck? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it just seems I, like I know what you're saying. Little, I think I come up with something different. <laughs> like it's I make it's up not, a reason. <laughs> right, you come up with something, right? But it's not overpowering. But it's not too. It's not too slight that you don't realize it. But you know that it's something there, and you're not quite sure what it is. You could have just met the person, or maybe you just kind of know them, but don't know them too well and you, you know just what think I mean? like you yeah just, I, I know what you're and saying. you just but it's like it's like when you're away from them it's like you think about them it's like oh man they're, they're pretty dope but then like when you're with them you're like oh man it's like it's just something that's like super like attractive about you and i'm not quite sure really what it is because it can't necessarily be just your looks like you look good but you ain't like drop dead you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like and you don't really quite know and then we always say man they're so like we we put it to like their train of thought or like they're so deep or like <laughs> so profound. But I think that that's just that natural attraction that we've kind of dumbed down as though it doesn't exist as much anymore and, and try to throw it off to something else. Like, oh, I have so something carnal. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Something that we could put some type of value to versus it could just be our natural you know, sense of attraction to that person. Well, mm. speaking of natural attractions to each other, 
Um, oh, good transition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this is. You was waiting for that good. shit. Would you say, Omar? It's going to be good. <laughs> she went out on the limb, right? She went out on the limb with that one. Okay, it what you got, Casey? It Listen, better be. the viral <laughs> pandemic is causing a condom shortage. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yes, guys. Because let me tell you how many motherfucking babies is going to be born by the end of this mm. year. I'm just thankful y'all okay. motherfuckers are using condoms. That's, uh, that's condoms and birth that's the silver lining here. Okay, but here's where it gets interesting, though. Um, because I would think that they would not go up, right? And what I mean by it is you're quarantined, which means you are with the person that you live with or you are quarantined with the person. Um, you're like, like, like you're not as social as you once were. So it feels like condoms should be going up when things are more social because you probably have more of an opportunity to be tagging some loose tail why is it it's like now that i'm with my main chick i need to protect myself so because <laughs> think about this why is it like, like something about this equation don't seem like no, it makes sense to me you know i know I, mean? I don't think so like i don't think that you have to equate the fact that people are using condoms with the fact that people are out fucking around. No, there's a lot of women who decided they don't want to use birth control. So, or and, they can't and they can't get to their doctor to re-up their birth control. Uh, that's the what it control. is then, Casey. Right? That's what and it then, is. Okay. And so that now you sense. got them using condoms. So gotcha. I think gotcha. that these are real relationships. It's no. just that they are practicing like No, hey. Casey just broke it down. Thank you, Casey. I, I needed the scientific thing to say, like, because here's the deal, like, okay, because because then I was gonna say, is it because, oh, we're at the home, where we're at house more, or we're at, we're at home a lot longer, so Are you we drunk? normally don't have enough time to fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah, you said, okay. "Are you smoking or something? Are you smoking?" We're at Nigga, the house. Listen, we're listen, house. We're, we're housing. <laughs> we're housing. Is that? It's right? been quarantined for a <laughs> so lot of people. You at? It's been so intense, you at the, right. This quarantine. So we got the house more. <laughs> Listen, right. it's been it's been Still and and, and admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, if I'm just keeping it a hundred, I may have had a little medication. Okay. So why y'all uh <laughs> why y'all be it's uh, just you know, it's legal but now. I don't think so. Okay. I think that Shit. You could still get your prescriptions because they they're even no you probably could like, you probably could no Br- Brittany no saying? it depends on on how long ago so like if you needed to you were coming up on your annual so that you could get the re up and is and your doctor's like I don't prescribe birth control without having done you know an exam and it's been two right. years bitch I ain't prescribing you nothing <laughs> you better figure it out yeah right and that's the only well, reason I'm, I'm saying that because I'm like I wouldn't have sex. Like, see, well, right, and Fuck that's what that. I was saying. Is it because we're normally <laughs> so busy that we normally don't get a chance to get it in? But now that we at the crib, now we getting it in a lot. So it's like now we got to figure out how to do this. So we Wait gonna have minute. some Corona babies. I think she, you guys are welcome to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think we're gla- glazing over what Brittany just said. Are you saying you would prefer to not have sex than to have sex with condoms? Mm. Uh, yeah, because I don't trust it. How many oh. condoms have broken on you? None. And for it me to be doubly well. not prepared, for me to be doubly not prepared, so not only am I just using, I'm using a condom, but I also don't have birth control. So I'm finna sit here and be quarantined, fucking and doing oh, all this okay. other shit, and I see what trust that the condom is working. Yeah, right, I'll be pregnant no. by Friday. See, Isaac, Fuck leave that. him inside of women. Isaac, <laughs> inside his <laughs> He just leave him in there. 
Did you just call him a victim, nigga? <laughs> no, listen. Yeah, damn. But, but Britney, but Britney, Britney. I know, right? Just went dark on a nigga. All of us. <laughs> he like, well, we're at the half an hour mark. It's time to go oh dark, nigga. You know, it's time to go dark, nigga. You know, it's the you know, end of the world. Like Let me go count. dark on niggas. <laughs> no, you like, you know, I got a body count. I leave them inside my victims. I'm like, damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking no, of listen, people though. with victims. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this better be good. This better be good. <laughs> what you got? What you got, Casey? Fucking R. Kelly and Bill Cosby trying to get out of prison because yeah, of they COVID. trying to get out of jail. <laughs> oh shit! Did, but I think yeah, why did think, get out? I think. Well, hell no. Hell no. I think Takashi 69 was, was the first, though. And then Weinstein he was claiming he had coronavirus. He did. He tested positive for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Right, Weinstein right. Did. But I don't think he's out. <laughs> oh, okay. I They're think like, nah, just nigga, like all we'll the send other prisoners up to in you. there. Yeah. But they're everybody releasing prisoners. Tried it. They, they are, but he's the convicted. So, so they have, you have to understand, they have a lot of people in prison who are awaiting trial. Harvey has been convicted of a crime. Um, R. Right. Kelly is a waiting right. trial. Right. No. So well, that's Harvey, actually interesting. With Harvey, it's like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think you understood it. This is your home now. <laughs> right, you live here <laughs> I mean, now. This ain't temporary. Like, Nigga, you are he's, home. He's so slick. He is so slick. Like, first he tried the heart attack thing. Right. Like, no, that's just an anxiety. And then he had somebody come and cough on him with the coronavirus. <laughs> and now he's trying to get out with right. that. Right, we not like, buying it. Yeah. We not buying it. You... He's like, you're going to have to learn to live with it. Or I'm telling you, they like, you're going you're gonna to learn to but live see, with R. it. But see, R. Kelly is a different situation because R. Kelly has not been convicted yet. He's still awaiting True. trial. Right. He's still awaiting trial. Yeah. But we've all seen the tape, and so has the judge. <laughs> yeah. Right. they like, they like, nigga, this is a formality, bro. Like, nah, My G, nah. You we, are we good. a flight risk, okay? We are not playing. <laughs> They said no. Nah, you better man. get that lady with the beauty salon back her money too. Mm. She is not getting that money back. She better relax. <laughs> she shouldn't have fucking put it up for him to begin with. Mm-mm-mm. That's so damn sad. Okay, I have a, I, I do have a question for you. Um so Iman Shumpert and Tiana Taylor, you guys know them. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Iman Shumpert said he and Tiana Taylor exchanged a list of people that they've been with. So that they know how to act accordingly if the situation were to like come up. So like basically he was saying because they work in a certain industry where he may have smashed a chick that she would come in contact with. Um, and I'm guessing vice versa based on what he was saying. So they exchanged those lists and um, he felt that it made perfect sense. Do you guys think that that's something that you would do? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Fuck I'm going to need no. both versions of what, what you guys feel about Who want to go first? You want to go first, I, Yes. No, go ahead. All right, go ahead and drop your little sword. Uh, shit. Well, listen. <laughs> right, right. Well, listen. Okay. And obviously, th- and this is the perfect question for me and Brittany, because we are always diametrically opposed when it comes <laughs> to topics <laughs> like this. I feel like you're trying to get me and Brittany at one another and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not at all. Shit. No, but... um. <clears throat> I wouldn't do it, uh, but it is primarily because of how I'm wired, right? Like, I don't care who somebody I've been with has fucked, and I don't even know how that would come into conversation. Like, I'm I'm imagining me being out somewhere and a dude needing to make it known to me 
that he smashed my girl. It's like if he does that, the fact that she's let me know that doesn't stop the fact that I'm probably still about to steal off this nigga, right? And not because you smashed my girl, and you know, before she was my girl, but because you're saying it to me as a means of disrespect. So regardless of whether or not I was aware of it, the fact that you choose to approach a situation like this, the, like your intention is more frustrating than me not knowing that this person I met as an adult had a past before me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't, I, I don't even understand how that factors into a space where, or just in case, just so you can know, I'm like, nigga, you a basketball player. Like, I mean, how long was that list? A thousand? Plus, you know what I'm saying? I know regular niggas out here with major body counts, and this is a nigga that goes from city to city. So it's like, first off, he he probably well, he did that shit so did, that he can get her list. Well, okay, but his he did list, say, well, I know, was on, hella hold on, lengthy. Hold on, Britt. He did say that it, he wasn't just you know saying it was some chick in 3B. It sounded like basically if it's an industry chick, that's who he put on the list. But why, does somebody, it, why does it matter? Okay. Yeah, I, I still don't understand why. how that comes up in I'm conversation. Here's the deal. That I smashed Scarlett Johansson. Like, okay. Okay. Of course you used her. Okay. So listen, <laughs> you already knew it was <laughs> I mean, who, Right. Who right. else was I going to okay. say? It was either going to be her or Oprah. Okay. So, so Oprah. You ain't going to throw Whoopi on that list? <laughs> well, she so, is an uh, EGOT, right? <laughs> but anyway. So for me, I think that that's, that was actually pretty... Um, pretty dope of the two of them because that would be something that I would want only because um, if we're in their positions where we're like celebrities, right? And I'm doing, I'm trying to get my career together and he's a basketball player, right? So there's a lot of people that she's going to come in contact with where she's trying to, like she's interviewing for different shit. She's, you know, auditioning for different shit. She's trying to be a singer, which, you know, all of that shit, right? So she's coming in contact with a lot of folks trying to build her own brand. It's important to know about anybody that I could potentially run into that you have smashed. Why? Because, number one, that would tell a lot in just social interaction. It's not something that she has to, I wouldn't expect her to like approach a situation and be like, oh, you fucked my husband. Why? No, shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. But it would explain a lot of how people treat you and react to you in certain situations. I hate to be the last person in the room to know something about somebody that I'm dealing with. While I don't care and it doesn't bother me that you have fucked other bitches before, I would have expect you to fuck other bitches before me you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with you being who you are, I'm pretty sure your list is, is pretty long. And I don't want to know about, like, I think Casey, you said the bitch in 3B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to yeah, know about he, the newscasters. Kinda, I want to know right, about he the did people say, who I'm going to. To your point, Brittany, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that, like, he didn't want her to, to be put in a situation where the woman knows and she doesn't kind of thing. And she doesn't. And it's more so because, you know, bitches is crazy and niggas is crazy, too. Okay, it does not matter about gender here. Okay, okay. No, either no, you one know what? likes to beat either one likes to beat their chest and, and drop information Brittany? on you, and and not saying that that's 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 something that you should react to. But at the end of the day, it just hits different if you never knew. If you knew, if you knew already, it's one of those things where you could just kind of laugh and be like, okay, so you and your feelings, all right, cool. But if it's some shit that you blindsided by, you feel a little differently. 
about it no, I'll, because I'll, it's like I I'll feel embarrassed like I've been doing all of this with this person all this time they held that shit the entire time no one ever said nothing you never said nothing when I came home and told you that I was working with Stacy whatever the fuck you never said nothing now wait a so minute now wait a I minute feel played. so so now wait a minute though stupid. right right off that point because cuz that was going to be the that was going to be the the uh y'all y'all know my worry ain't working with me today but I guess the 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 part I would give, I would be lenient on, right? Because, I mean, off of everything that you said, it, it makes total sense. And, like, understanding it from that context, then I can understand it, right? Like, because at first it sounded like, oh, yeah, give me your whole list. I'm going to give you my whole list. Just no, in the in the, in the the wild chance that maybe I meet someone, right, that, that you've run across with. Now, I can see if it was a situation where it was like you knew that I was about to go on an audition and then you heard who I was auditioning with, and then you knew you fucked them in the past, and then you didn't say, all right, now just FYI, baby, I, I know this ain't something that you want to hear on the night before you got your big audition, but this is something that you need to know in case it plays into wouldn't it. You have got, I would, wouldn't you I would have wanted want to that, that information be- way before that? Probably not. For your and audition? Well, well, no, 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 no. The uh-uh, night uh-uh. before And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because, see, sometimes, too, you have to also know who. Okay, so so here's the deal. There's a reason why I don't like to know certain information. Because when I don't know it, even even though it may influence the situation, it doesn't influence me, Right. It doesn't change me up. And so it's like it's like I, I know what I can handle and what I can't handle. And, and sometimes you got to know what you can and what you can't and as well as with other people, because I don't want to come into a situation. And in the back of my mind, I'm imagining him smashing my girl or this, that and the third. I would rather not know about it. And then I could just be me. Now, if he feels some kind of way, let that nigga feel whatever way he feel. Right. Like, I don't care about what other people think. I care about what I think in, in, in most situations. And so if, if you wanted to give me the heads up, then cool. But if you know I'm about to go to, as you said last uh, podcast, we about to go to the Rock Nation party. Now, all of a sudden, I got to look funny style every time I'm dapping somebody up or just thinking the back and of my you mind. you ain't got to look funny style. It's not about what people think. It's about how I feel I've handled myself in the situation. And for me, it's about how I feel about me as a person. So if I get some information later about somebody that you've had dealings with or somebody that I know that you fucked with, and I'm all... I'm feeling one way about this person, and now I feel like, like meaning you was vibing with him when you was at the party, but then later on you like that nigga been looking at he was looking at me funny the whole time, and I didn't even know that really he used to fuck my girl. You saying right. like that, and see, that's what I'm saying. I don't want have, right because if we but, was vibing, I just wanted to way, be on that right. I, have, but, I wouldn't but it even may want not the be old about shit. that. But that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't trust people to be that genuine, especially when they know something like that above you and you don't okay. know it but wait here's, here's a here's a caveat though so so here be out in the in their particular situation with iman and T- tiana they happen to they happen to be married they have a child together everything seems to be as you know they've reached whatever finish line that that most people would consider you know they have a, a nuclear family whatever so let's just let's just take the women for instance because this is the most common scenario. So in this situation, Tiana's one. So let's just say uh, Iman at one point was fucking with um, who's a random B or C? Harvey Weinstein. Nope, a, a chick. <laughs> 
uh, let's just say Claudia Jordan. I, I, her name just popped up into my head for some reason. So let's just say that, you know, he was fucking with her at one point. You're and about so, to start a rumor and shit. I know, right? My apologies. I don't know her and I, you know, this is just <laughs> hypothetical. Um, but let's T3 just say. three rumors and shit. Right? So let's say he was fucking with her. Um, for for her to be on the list, like, wh- why would Tiana need to know? And what I mean by that is, like, Tiana's the one that won. So even if if Claudia was the one that is looking at her crazy and all of that, li- literally, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter to Tiana because it's like, bitch, it don't matter that you fuck my man at one point. He's my husband. Now. It doesn't matter. But here's Absolutely. but here's the it caveat though. To me, a lot of times, especially uh, men and women who are comfortable with not necessarily comfortable, but they've accepted that infidelity happens. Okay. And a lot of times when they when they have that conversation, it's like if you do something, the only thing that I ask of you is to not embarrass me. That is oftentimes the what they expect. And so I feel like a lot of times these conversations only need to happen because somebody was cheating. Like out, outside of that, it to me the the list exchange doesn't really make sense. Unless it was like no. You know, you were in a relationship with this person. Otherwise, why do I care? Even if I'm a work with so and so, why do I give a fuck that that she oh, fucked no. you at one no, point? No, no, exactly. Oh no, that's because the whole relationship is insecure. No. That's all that. No, is. It, that does not mean that. That that yeah, kinda, that's what it means. No, no it doesn't. Because no, real motherfuckers ain't got time for that shit. Real okay, people don't get time. For, if it's like, that oh, I'm going on a job, I may have fucked somebody. Who cares? They're paying me a check. I don't need that clouding so my like, judgment. So, if if Jermaine Dupri had sex with Beyonce way back in the day, do you think that's a conversation Jermaine and Jay need to have now? What? No, but that's a conversation that Jay and Beyonce have had. But why would they have before needed? before before you invite Jermaine Dupri? Jermaine doesn't have Jermaine doesn't have a conversation with Jay unless that's something that they want to have. But if Beyonce continues to work with Jermaine in any regard, or if if Jermaine and Jay are going to continue to work together for something, I'm pretty sure that's a conversation conversation that Beyonce and Jay have had. It Jermaine doesn't have to be brought into the conversation. It's just more so out of respect because I know that this is what you're about to do. And just in case the shit was to come up, I don't want you to feel like you never why knew. Why would it come like, up? Like that you were the only one. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you why it would come up. I'm going to tell you why it would come up. Of course and, it would come up because niggas ain't shit. Brittany, niggas Brittany, ain't shit. Brittany, I would want to know. Listen, listen, listen. This is I the, get it this though, is, Brittany. Especially no, no, and honestly, and, and on some real shit, Brittany, this is the compromise. This is the compromise that that I could make, right? If I was If I was in a relationship with a woman that felt the way you do, then in those moments, I would I would give that. Um, I'm not crucifying you know, for you give for that. the information. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 no I no, no. don't give no, a no, fuck no, that no, you no, fucked so and so. But I'm no, about I don't to even think you do. Into, I don't even think you do. But what I'm saying is that, know, is, like, that, is that is no. that I'm I'm wired in a way where because I don't care, I don't necessarily want to know. And see, also, I've dated women sometimes, Brittany, where they'll do that exact same thing that you say you want to know, right? Um, and they're not doing it to give me the heads up. They're actually doing it as a manipulation tactic, right? Like so, 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 so the too, the the, the flip the flip happens too, right? I, I yeah, I'm a little, you know, I'm, I I need to make you feel some kind of way about the fact that you know what I'm saying. And I don't even mean in a in a vindictive way. Like 
women will do things sometimes to attempt to make their man jealous so that they can know don't get it fucked up. There's still niggas out here that want me, right? Like, and I've seen this a lot through women. I've seen this a lot through women. So I come from the space of, okay, what's the intention behind you telling me this? So with you, um, you share things like that because, and I know you and, and, and just how you roll, right? You keep shit 100. Mm-hmm. And so you telling a person that in a relationship is because you don't want them to be blindsided and you want the same level of, you know, knowledge and and awareness that, that you would desire. And so that's why I'm saying if I was dating someone like you, I would, I would try as hard as possible to, um, you know, give you that, Uh, but, 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 but on, but on the flip though, because I don't need it, you know what I'm saying? I would need you to respect me and not tell me that shit, right? Because I don't want to know the niggas that you smashed that I may be interacting with, especially especially if it was just like some old once-off shit. He was a weak-ass nigga. Like, like now, if it was a full-fledged relationship, I get that, right? But, yeah, we was fucking for a little bit. You know, like as as Omar said, you went through your whole phase. I don't need the full body count. And and mind you, and mind you, and mind you, I, I agree with that. That's unnecessary. Right. I'm talking about in a situation of business, in a situation of money. For the um, for for the natural person, y'all could disagree if you want to, but I don't fucking believe it. No, I get what you're it's, saying. It's it's a very it's very rare that you find a an individual that can put their personal bullshit aside and handle business. Very rare. Okay, they always got some other shit that they drawn off of when they making decisions. And because of that, I'm not going to sit down and write down my entire hit list. No, who gives a fuck? I'm going to write down one or two motherfuckers that I think you might cross paths <laughs> with. And this is the motherfuckers that <laughs> I want right, you to know you of who the fuck I fucked with. Just so, right. that, so that before you walk into that meeting, before you jump on that you conference that. call, right. before you, you introduce right. yourself, you, you know right. who the fuck you dealing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I care about. Like, I don't give a fuck about the little bitch from high school. I don't give a fuck about the little bitch from right before we got together. All I give a fuck about is the motherfuckers that who have power over my shit no no, no you're right and you I, I, like i'll I give just, you that i, no, I will that. give you that 100 percent. i'm just saying if i was going to the rock nation brunch and it was three niggas and up I in here that know how you look naked cool. i don't need to know just because i might run into swiss beats oh and by the way uh you know i suck swiss beats off in the back of a fucking oh jeep back in First 99 was, i don't, oh, don't want to know this right <laughs> i don't want to know this i don't i don't this want my girl here, to tell right? me this shit that when i went through my whole phase i tried <laughs> to get with swiss beats i domed the nigga off and oh, no. hey just, just just so you know fyi oh and timberland too like nigga i don't oh, need to know God. that shit i don't need to know that right right no listen it was 15 let's years ago, right? It was 15 years ago. Right. She was out here. She she was having a good time. She was being, but, you but know. Let's okay. be honest, Isaac. That wouldn't be your girl. Right. No, I was just going to wow. say, that you know wouldn't be I mean? somebody. Like, if you find out she had a body count, you're not walking around with that bitch, and you damn sure ain't going to be at the right nature. Mason brought you embarrassing Jay. <laughs> embarrassing everybody yeah. there. They're like, why you bring a hoe to the Rock Nation brunch? <laughs> Well, maybe she's like, a rip. Don't call her a hoe. Like, that's my uh, girl. <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's a, she. Maybe she came around. But like, Omar, um, like nope. who fucked a lot of people? Well, I I was good in the game. Right here's now. the deal. 
again, this is hypothetical. I'm not saying she did what this. What about them video vixens? I, that's like, what I was just going to say. Like, if it was like a Melissa Ford no. who was very young when she was in the game, and I'm not saying that she did this, but now, you know, 15 years later, she's an adult. She's a mom, probably, you know, shit like that. So, like, to the kind of... The question remains. Well... Can you turn a hoe into a housewife? That's fi- but that's fine. Like, <laughs> a lot of us had a hoe phase. They one in the same, Brittany. We had they a hoe phase. <laughs> we had a hoe phase, but we weren't in this industry with all these like super powerful people so Casey, i don't think that's yourself. fair i don't know what you're talking about i've never had a whole face i have 100 percent had a whole face <laughs> porn stars retire too right and they got to move on to their next the career but you won't be with me <laughs> you're gonna be hanging out with me <laughs> <laughs> shit. all right it was shit <laughs> i can't counteract that <laughs> what if she was like a multi-million billionaire and shit. The bitch had like crazy investment sense and all this shit. You still wouldn't fuck with her? All? Nope. I mean, I mean, I'm saying she's man. twenty I'll be years her friend. removed I'll from be her, her whole face. She's twenty I'll be years her removed from her pornographic empire. That's okay, the reason. okay, what wait a minute. It? I got one. Omar, what Omar, if it's Omar, Kim Kardashian? I was just. Oh my goodness! Right. I was about to say the same thing. Now we seen her getting tagged by Ray J. Right, like that's how she. Her shit popped, right? What about then? It's Kim Kardashian, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. You, 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 uh, you'd bake her into a housewife, or you would avoid I mean, her as well? Know. No, no. Yeah, but he, you think yes, about he it. He, he said he entertained it. He, he, he would have. He was on the come up. She then, was, right? but so that's like, what I'm saying. A lot of these women were on the come you up. You could come then. up, but I'm saying you could come up too, right? So it it could be a transactional thing, right? Mm. Like I'm a come up too. Like I'm coming up. But that's you know what, what Brittany just asked you. If it was Oprah a woman who was piece. about her business, this the come up. Omar would be the new father of East and South and Detroit and the rest of them damn kids. You don't think, let me ask you a question. You don't think Corey Gamble's laughing his ass oh, off God. right now? Here we go See, again. the Kardashians are always the exception for Omar. That is clearly right. where his heart That's lies. That's why I draw the line. Clearly. But 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 he he does make a point, though, right? In In, in a sense of, is it a come up? Because we can actually analyze that a little bit, right? Because I think a lot of times we try to put women on the barbecue and, 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 you know, grill them for this and same thing with men. But if we keep it in 100, a lot of times all of us operate off of a similar doctrine, right? Um, women will accept certain things from men if they're going to come up while being with them. So if they're financially at a certain space, you know, and I'm going to get this luxury or this comfort from this relationship, as well as these other amenities, then, yeah, I'll go ahead and accept that bullshit. And it's the same way with men, right? Like, okay, yeah. Oh, you got a little pass? Shit, you got 250 mil in the bank? Whatever. Come on, take this last name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. Same with Mary J. Blige's husband and shit, right? Like, he knew she came with baggage. Nicki Minaj's husband. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but they like, man, I'm going to go ahead and come up. I'm going to come up because you out here killing it right now. And anybody that look at me and act like they don't know the decision or why I've made the decision that I've made, you lying. And so I can I can kind of see that. But like where it gets tricky is if you to do that's got all of these resources, all this money, all these options. And then you say, let me pick somebody that's been passed around 
even if that was just your phase, it's almost like I'm not coming up. So you would have to really be amazing, right? Like you, you, your, your spirit, the Lord would have had to wash you in the lake of Minnetonk. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, <laughs> it, it would have been some, some, some serious evolutionary shit for a dude that's on top to say, all right, let me, you know, and it's the same with women. Women wouldn't do that with a dude. They wouldn't do that with a dude. So, I mean, yeah, I kind of hear Please. what he's saying. And it's it's jacked up that we are this way. Did he that, keep finding a girlfriend? What right. is he saying? What is you saying? <laughs> right. Diddy has fucked the industry. Right. Niggas okay. too. No, Niggas yeah. too. If we oh, keep it in 100. Yikes. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> Listen. Jesus. Come on, man. I created the rumor. No, he didn't. I'm not. May said the shit at a church. I was just like, stop it. I mean, it ain't negative if that's what he likes. That's not negative if that's what he likes. (laughs) Like, like, like nobody's ever cornered him on that shit. Like Fifty Cent talk about the shit all the time. When he was talking about how he was t- told 50 when he first started popping, yeah, man, I'm take you shopping. And 50 got mad at that shit. And he was like, nigga, what's, what type of nigga tell another nigga he's going to take him shopping and shit? <laughs> like, everybody knows that 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 Diddy color outside the lines, right? Oh my on that God. Scorpio well, shit. Didn't they, well, didn't they say, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Cameron said he went over to, to Diddy house and, and Mace was there and it was like a dildo on the sink. Oh, mm. my God. And he mm. said, what's this? And Mace said, man, you know how Puffy is. Right. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, li- listen, these stories are not hidden. That's why I'm like, it ain't even like Ike is out here spilling no, tea out on there. T3. This shit, no, it's like, it, it's been on Breakfast Club, my nigga. Like, this is, like I said, Mace talked about the, the Hampton parties when he had a service one time. It slipped out. He just was, was in a moment, and <laughs> he was talking about, and this was before all that internet shit popped off. But it was something that I knew bothered him. He was like, yeah, before you going out, your little white part. Like he was, he wasn't, he didn't even call out his name. He was making a point about like not selling yourself out or whatever for these, these, these accolades and how sometimes you may uh, envy a person, but you don't know what they had to go through in order to get it right. And whether or not you would want that lifestyle. And so he just kind of went on like a tangent for a period. And he was like, yeah, you know, people, you want to go all the white parties, you know, the little gay white parties in oh the Hamptons. God. Then he said in the Hamptons. Oh and when he God. said that, he was everybody that was sitting, listen, everybody that was sitting there, we all paused. Right. Because like I said, I've told y'all in the past that I had attended his church for a period and he was a super legit ass like like speaker, like the, the message he used to give used to be on point. But he would always like mix in some personal shit to like kind of walk you through like look, look let me tell you how the scripture comes to play and so he wouldn't just give you biblical stuff he would give you real life stuff that was happening on the block and then correlate the scripture to something that happened in his real life which is what made it so fucking entertaining like it was, that's actually pretty dope oh bro. oh think about it, oh it's pretty dope. omar omar it was and when i say like i this is the only reason why, even to this day, I have to be honest about the fact that I went to his church and loved it because I knew when I was sitting in there, I'm not even a big fan of his, but the way he is delivering this message is is unlike I've ever heard it before. Like, it was so real, so truthful, and he had an encyclopedia 
knowledge of the Bible. He said he read mm. it from frontwards to back like eight mm. times. And so like when when he would be talking, he'd telling you in the middle of a story. And, and, and the reason I knew it was real was because he would do three services, right? He would do eight to 10, 10 to 11. I mean, I mean, 10 to 12 and then 12 to two, right? Each one, it wasn't no full service. They'd have a little praise and worship. They'd do the offering and he would go up and talk for about an hour and a half. So there was a point where if I had time and I'd have to go to work that particular day, I would sit in for the next service, right? Totally different service, same message, coming completely off the dome. I'm like, this shit is not scripted. And he'd be like, ooh, it, you know what? I don't know who needs to hear this in here. It's almost like, uh, oh, what's the scripture? Uh, turn to 1 Corinthians 2nd chapter, uh, verse 3. And, 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 and he would start quoting this shit, right? And you would be like, this is for real. He'd do that about 8 to 10 times per service. I'm like, if, if this is a hoax, my nigga... All right, you you won because I've I've never seen anyone that could do that, and he'd be telling about them stories from the block, and that shit would be so real. That shit would be, and then you gotta imagine the majority of the congregation got on like 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 outfits, tight ass outfits, because one or two things is happening. They either trying to fuck them or, right. or trying to get in, right. or or they just left the club because keep in mind one twelve was like right around the corner and shit, and they used to go to oh, like so they five were or six. And shit. So, well, no, no, but you but you know one twelve. Oh no, one twelve was a club, and so uh, but but it would stay open to like five or six. So that was the thing. You you know you was go to one twelve. Club named after the group or the group named the after the group was club? named after the club. What? Was named, yes, yes. A lot of people don't know that group Black was twist. named yeah, after I the club. That. Uh, uh, and let me tell you something. One twelve was a bitch because it would stay up to like six, and then everybody would just go to the Waffle House, you know, right afterwards. And then some people would go to church. <laughs> that's that's just, Atlanta Chronicles. That's some shit. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, man. Atlanta. That's was, why. Was a trip. Uh, uh, that's why Atlanta's messed up now. Because <laughs> those were the options. Your and, and look, and look oh, all that shit, more strip clubs than anywhere else, and they wouldn't let you buy alcohol on Sunday. It's like, what the mm. fuck are y'all doing? Like, like <laughs> with, a black, with a black woman mayor. Like, everything about that city, but the gay black population, it, it was just, it was the most bizarre, play, the heart of civil rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything about that city was like, this shit is a clusterfuck of some shit right now. <laughs> like, you got some black people making money down here. You got a lot of gay people. You got a lot of people that's... Did you have a lot of people who owed child support? Shit, what you mean? In, uh, In Atlanta. What, just, because from what I'm understanding, they are not getting the stimulus checks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Casey on fire today. Look at you. Look at you right, with the transition. Right. Is that true? <laughs> Yeah, no, that is true. Yeah, yeah, it is. Why? Yeah, I heard that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah saw they are that. not you eligible for this. Support? Yeah, they are not eligible for the stimulus check. You're not getting a stimulus check. Yeah. How do y'all feel about that? Atlanta? Did they no, say oh, no, no, no. no, no. Was, uh, that was just her, that was just her, uh transition. <laughs> that was a sly way of making the transition. Because fucking Isaac was going to go on for two hours about Atlanta shenanigans. <laughs> right, So I had to right. transition and shit. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I did want to talk about that because it is bizarre that, and I'm not saying that certain people who owe child support aren't deadbeats for it, but that seems extreme. 
to me. A little bit. Well, actually, Case, I wasn't surprised because I'm like, at some point, the other shoe was going to drop and somebody statewide or government-wide is still going to get some type of payment. I just don't know what it is. If they are making it where the uh, utility companies are not shutting shit off, they're not doing evictions at the state level, um, like here in the city, you know, the city gouges the res- residents off of their boot and toe and ticket fees. The city has completely stopped processing all of that shit. Like I, I was um, actually dropping my son off yesterday and I went through a toll. And do you know, they're not even taking toll payments, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I know that there's something going to happen where this either the federal government or the state are still going to collect something at this time right there's no fucking way i knew that um but but with the stimulus check with the it doesn't mean that these people don't still have bills or need to eat or whatever the situation is and a lot of times like depending on the situation with the child support like the child support system is fucked i'm not saying that like women typically aren't the ones who certainly uh deserve it and that sometimes like men are on some bullshit with it and sometimes vice versa depending on the the income levels of the two two parties but you know sometimes the child support situation and how people end up in like collection and and all that stuff is really fucked and it's skewed against uh, men like it's not it's not a very good system from what I've read but well, I you know I've never been in it so I don't want it okay yeah, no I'm yeah. not taking up for it they just recently right. changed it where the women have more accountability with that so you right. can't go and just get fucking child support now like it's a system where it's meant to protect basically the child and both parents yes are to contribute okay whereas before it was just gouging the men where the man paid the majority of that shit. But now if the woman is working, her income is accounted for as well. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I but, mean, but the thing is, I do also understand that there is a different level of financial burden that's on the person that actually has the, the child at home. I mean, I, I think right. it is, you know, it is a different level of, uh, of but me. you know what I felt? I felt rejoice because my <laughs> no, daughter's father <laughs> For for some reason, this motherfucker has figured out better stop it, how, man. They, how they to probably, file his taxes. Oh, uh, here you go. And I didn't get my cut. Okay, this nigga owe me so much child support. Now, usually what would happen <laughs> is between the month of February and March, I will wake up one morning and there'd be a mysterious $1,000 in my bank account. And I'd be like, Lord, where did $1,000 come from? And then after I do a little digging, I realize he fucked up and filed his taxes. And boop, there go my money. So this year, I didn't get no mysterious. No, he probably hasn't filed right? yet. He probably so hasn't he filed. no, he filed because he called me talking about some. What's um? What's she doing this weekend? I'm finna pick her up. Can she come with me? Because I want to take her out, take her to get her nails done. I got my taxes back. So my daddy stopped me mid text because I was about to say, "Nigga, how the fuck you get your taxes and I didn't get my cut? Mm. <laughs> like, where's my money?" And so I didn't even say nothing. I left it alone. I left it alone because I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like it. Strategic. But yes. Here he go. He don't get no stimulus. So there go my money. That was mm. the Lord. That right. Was the Lord. Won't he do it? Won't, Won't he, he do, do it? it? <laughs> Won't he do it? Okay. Because that nigga is behind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And see, for the for the people that have not been paying it, 
but they have been consistently getting income and they're just simply not helping their child or the the parent of their child or whatever the situation when they are supposed to be contributing. Yeah, fuck them. Like, no, nah, right. I, I don't have any sympathy. Mm. And yeah. I don't know. I think that there's probably a threshold as far as like how much you got to be in the rear or if is it just the fact that you're in the rear? Girl, okay. I don't have the answers. I, I have no clue. All I know is that the headlines say people who owe back child support or people who owe child support, I would assume who's in the rear, um, arrears, would not be getting a stimulus check. So yeah, you would it's, have to be current on your it's, child It's interesting. I guess I guess I can I can get on board with that. Um Initially, I was against anyone not getting it. Like, even when they do all the little taxes and, oh, you make this amount, you know. And the only reason I say so is because, um, so the concept beyond a stimulus, uh, one of the people that they were talking with heavily was Andrew Yang, your guy, uh, Casey, um, about the universal basic, (laughs) about the universal basic income. And, you know, the concept of universal basic income It's wild because it sounds crazy when you really think about it. But without question, I'm almost certain that at some point we move to that. Like, I don't I almost don't see any other way either. When you just think about um, automation and artificial intelligence and um, just what's happening to the job market. Like you, you, you take a situation like what's going on right now. Right. And when you eliminate non-essential, I mean, when when you exclude, excuse me, non-essential, I mean, essential services, it it's amazing to see how much shit that we do that really doesn't affect life, right? Um, and what do I mean by that? Yeah, we can say, well, no, I we're heading towards a depression. Those are numbers, right? Those are numbers. The essential things that we need as humans in life are still getting done. There's still a grocery store. There's still law enforcement. There's still transportation. There's still public work system. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, healthcare, there's still healthcare. Everything that you need with your black ass sitting at home, this goes to show many people how important you really fucking are, right? And I don't mean that to be condescending. I mean I, that to just say we all knew our jobs was bullshit. Was Every bullshit, we go right? You making you making one hundred and fifty thousand. You making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from home, right? Right. I, clearly, I can. Yes. C- clearly, I can. Right. So, so what if when you start to look up and it's like, yo, I'm just giving you a check for being alive, my nigga, like. To to offset now, everything still happens. It's not saying that everybody just continues to sit at home because that obviously wouldn't work. But um, it's to say that as the gap broadens between the super rich and everyone else, uh, they are going to be in control of the wealth, you know, as it relates to the numbers. But everything else still needs to move. And so the only way to balance things out is people are going to it, there's going to have to be some buffer like a, okay yeah y'all just get this and and they're trying to run from it because it doesn't sound capitalistic but i don't it's like socialism. there's no way that you can right there, there's but but there's no way that you can compete with jeff bezos like there's there's a point where jeff bezos becomes the ruler of the world if you're not careful and now he dictates everything because of just the leverage that he has right and so i think that while it's still early on, 
the onset of this pandemic has forced the conversation of universal basic income into consideration as like a real thing. And so the only reason that I'm even saying this to tap back into what we was talking about before, um, under those limits, everybody gets this buffer, right? Because it's supposed to be like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a handicap, so to speak. But, but everybody has to get it. You know what I'm saying? And, and under his plan, whatever it was, everybody got that check because if it's supposed to be stimulating the economy, then you can't say, oh, because this person does this and this person does that, that they get less. It's like, nah, if we all get a thousand, we all get a thousand. If we all get three thousand, we all get three thousand. This shit not only is unorganized, but they're just running around like a bunch of people with their heads cut off and not quite sure exactly what to do. Because with them, the stimulus check is cool. That's a nice gesture. Um, but with this unemployment shit, like it is not nearly enough. Right, right. It's it's not. But with this unemployment shit, right? So they're <laughs> they're adding six hundred dollars a week to everybody's unemployment check and, and anybody that's on unemployment. Okay. Oh shit! Like additionally, additionally. Yes. So yeah. some motherfuckers Fuck. are going to be making Almost more. Make me wish wait, wait, more, my wait. nigga. What? Let, let me tell you. Let I me think tell you. Like six hundred dollars extra a week or something. We'll like talk that? about this more offline because I got some other shit to tell y'all about that. But um, wait, shit, nigga. But, it's time for me to get fired, nigga. Wait, <laughs> I've but, been, you know what? I've been wanting to get fired because I'm the only nigga that got to go in. Yo, I've been wanting to get fired on these niggas. They giving away an additional six hundred. Let me go. Motherfuckers are making more money on unemployment than they were making working Nigga. in that job if you tell me what and it's like am, untaxed oh, you gonna have to give me you you gonna have to give me the receipts on this one right here no Stop it's it. literally I'm that's the case even gonna I, lie. oh like that's the oh, case wow. and actually like i said we'll talk offline once this once we're done recording um because i got some yeah. shit that's gonna blow your mouth but that's literally okay i'm listening that's literally the deal and so i'm just like why would they do that now i remember the first time that the bill got held up they were saying that it was the Democrats um, that was holding it up, basically, because they were trying to push all their own agendas. But somebody had mentioned that they were trying to sort out this unemployment issue because they felt that the additional $600 was too much because they would have to do a blanket across the board. And that would put some people across the board um, higher than what they were actually making while they were working. And so they were arguing that, and uh, apparently it stayed. Mm. Yep. And anybody because that was you, supposed to get off unemployment and, 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 is automatically and you know what? extended. It's interesting because like I said, I would have to I would have to know, I guess, what the specifics with the metrics are. Because, there are no metrics. Um, it's just an additional six hundred dollars. If see, you're currently see, on it, it's interesting, right? You're an additional six hundred dollars a week. Okay, so damn, that's interesting because I would I could see you justifiably making a case. That was the opposite towards the other stimulus where it was like if you make it under this amount, you get this. But if you make over this, then you get this. I could see it being the flip with unemployment. If you're used to making 150000 a year or whatever, now nah, we're going to tag you on a little bit more than the person that was just above minimum wage. Like at that point, I don't see it does not make sense that everybody gets the 600 more like and i'm just keeping it 100 yeah, because it doesn't. the per, the the people who were making more also have you know more higher bills, bills right. and 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 things of that nature so so i definitely understand that like that is that's very intriguing because even at my job i think i may have mentioned on the last uh podcast how you know i 
unfortunately. Well, I ain't going to say unfortunately because I got a job, you know, so I'm right. not really stunned on that. <laughs> Don't and, be ungrateful, nigga. Give, well, no, I'm I'm far from it. Um, it 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 does get me out the house. Um, you know, <laughs> under the guise of I have to go in, right? Because I'm essential. But I do realize that there are subtle benefits to that. And so I, honest to God, I I, I don't you know knock it. Um, yeah, people out here losing their minds in their house. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They it are. was so cute. I don't, it was I don't cute at first, but right. it's, but it, shit's getting real. You right? say it was cute and, at and so, first. <laughs> But but nigga, it but, felt like vacation, and now they up in there like house arrest, like shit. <laughs> the, uh, right. But the um, uh, those of us that 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 are coming in, we are being compensated um, uh, more like like a bonus that they're giving us per pay period, and 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 it is flat across the board. Now for something like that, I felt that that was fair because I'm like we're all equally risking our lives. While coming in here to work in this facility. So you can't say that because this person made more that their life is worth more than mine. Therefore, they should be right. uh, compensated more heavily. So I understood it in that paradigm. Right. But from unemployment, that does feel a little different. It does feel like it should be more of a case scale. by case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It should yeah, be scale. You know, but and, and I, I, I don't, that I don't way, know the semantics. Which I knew was it was entirely too difficult to try to do. But the stimulus check, I definitely felt should have been scaled. But again, I understand that that's really hard to do in such a, a quick period. But like New Yorkers need significantly more they than do. what somebody they in do. Alabama needs. Like right. their, their rents, $1,200 ain't going to do shit. For nah. somebody in San but, Francisco, but, but, no, I agree. And I'm in Chicago. You know, but what don't I'm tell me. But don't okay. tell me though that 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 just because you make 150 or 200, you ain't supposed to get nothing. See, like I do disagree with that oh, because yeah, those too. individuals uh, have been paying more in the taxes. You know what I'm saying? And and they need to spend some money and stimulate the economy. So to exactly, say, oh, Isaac, oh, finally, you ain't gonna you ain't finally. gonna get nothing. You ain't gonna get nothing because you know you make like that's bullshit to me. Like and you can I, afford I it, so right? Good. Yeah, that no, I can't, it's, bitch. It's, it's like shit. Yeah, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I cannot. That ain't, a, that ain't a stimulus. Don't 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 call this a stimulus thing. Call it what it is, which is welfare. You know what I'm saying? Like cause I wanted it's a not, check. Yeah, it, I me too. Check. <laughs> and you should have gotten one. You should have gotten like, one. If I would have got a check, I would have voted Trump. But now I'm not voting Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a check. Sure, All right. Let them vote oh, for you. You don't get a check. All right. case, right. you don't get a check, check neither. That's bitch, bullshit. we've established that. Can we move on? Oh, <laughs> shit. You know hey, I, I said this. I, I'm already Ike. sad about this shit. Ike, Ike. Mm-hmm. we get a check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get a but check. But you know. But but it, it 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 with me it depends it's on it's on some tax shit but Nigga, I gotta, I gotta look into it I gotta look no you fine it. you'll you know get it I spent you, you six hundred dollars today you said what hell no. okay then you'll get a check <laughs> there was no other stipulation <laughs> there was no other stipulation you had you had to have filed this year or last right year. no you Th- didn't. this year or last no, year no you didn't this year or last year and if you didn't file they're just gonna send you a paper check. That's only if you. Um, but how do they, they account for you? Shit. How do they account for you if you didn't well, file? Well, because I'm, you I'm, filed before in life. Yeah, and I am paying. They know taxes. he's alive. Well, and I'm paying. And taxes. they know he's working. <laughs> he's paying. <laughs> the fuck? I signed a W two. And my nigga, right. you gonna they get, get you gonna get your check in 2022. So <laughs> right. he gonna get a bill. Right. This shit. No, y'all. He gonna get an invoice. He gonna get an invoice. Y'all. 
<laughs> so they said they right, said that right. you um if you didn't have direct deposit information on file mm. over the last either this year or from last year, okay. they would mail you a check and people to get the mail checks. Um, they would see it like by the third week of April. Okay, I would look. I'll be hopeful because I had already told yeah. myself. I said, you know what? But if you file, if you hurried up and filed like this weekend and mm. put direct deposit information on there, they'd use that. Interesting. Because it just it just passed like Friday or some shit. Mm. They just signed it Friday. So if you hurried up and did it, because they extend, they're not expecting everybody to file this year because they extended the filing. Hell yeah, to like, like June. June or some shit. Hell yeah, I was gonna yeah. take my time. It just makes certain that all my T's was crossed and all my eyes was dotted. Yeah, but if you want to hurry up and do a TurboTax joint just to mm. get the direct deposit and fall in there, cool. But if not, they'll just mail you a check. Mm. You Listen, know what I'm saying? And you'll get me it like the third week. And Omar are tired of talking about some shit we're not getting, so let's get into. <laughs> hey, me, yeah. uh, me and me and, and FYI, I will help. no one on this. Podcast Podcast is a tax attorney right, for the second time. It, 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 it's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? But right. Make sure cool you do your research on what you're supposed yeah. to be getting. Yeah. yeah. Well, just don't owe no child support, and you'll get a check. Okay. Mm. And word. Just make sure you don't make over a certain type of money. Yeah. I'm telling. You, look, social services will do that for you, man. That's why them side hustles be working and shit, man. Because yeah, social services is not where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. That's all I'm gonna say, man. You better be. You better know how to make money off Can the we, uh, grid. Let's let's get no. let's get into the podcast. You know what I'm saying? You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you joking, right? Omar? You we have to for relax. An hour and eighteen minutes. <laughs> We've been on this for get almost an hour and twenty. This is that's not even that movie. bad. It's been way you worse. Do a than movie this. in that time. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. We are, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm sorry. We are going. back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast, where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. We are here with our very special guest, our quarantine guest, Omar <laughs> Tromar Gang Gang, Black Fat Jones. Thank you for that intro. That Thank was, you for that intro. Oh I love the twinkle, energy. Twinkle, twinkle, baby. Twinkle, that. twinkle. And we are also here with our other very special guest. He is the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the greatest host of all time, the know-it-all himself, the producer of this podcast, Mr. Isaac Park. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, as always, it's a pleasure to be here. Nice to that's that's awesome. Right. Um, so yes, I am very excited. Uh, we we talked about this on the last podcast, but another reiteration because this is kind of our reality for the next several several. I mean, actually, they just announced today that that um, the president has extended the social distancing. Um, he's upholding the social distancing thing for at least another thirty days. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to April 30th. Yes. He's going to uphold the CDC guidelines and suggestions. Look at him following the science. Mm. I am just impressed. Um, that is a or lie, but sticking to the script. Yes. Right, <laughs> He's right. sticking to what the fuck they told him <laughs> but, to stick to. 
But you were going to share. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we are recording how we are practicing. Yes, we are distancing. being responsible, social distancing from one another. And I am in Arizona. Isaac, Brittany and Omar in Chicago are in Chicago, but they are in their own homes. So we are on four different tracks and, uh, you know, doing a damn thing. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Trying yeah, to bring you this went. news and information. Yes, entertaining Listen. you by any, by means, any necessary. means necessary. You're going to get you this know, entertainment. You're going to get this entertainment. <laughs> okay. and, and, and here's what's crazy. Here's shit. what's crazy. There are going to be some we people. Got shit else to do. Yeah, clearly, we don't. There are going to be some <laughs> people that's going to be like, man, y'all record more frequently now. Then y'all niggas was when we can move around and shit. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Because I, I, we ain't got shit else to <laughs> do. I guess hey, we got to have hey. a pandemic more often. I got shit to do. But right. I'm, I'm still working, just for Look, the record. Omar, Omar, your coloring book can wait. Look at Brittany with shots. the shots. You ready? Because <laughs> I've watched Tiger King and I'm ready. I am okay, ready I to keep bury hearing somebody. about this damn. <laughs> Tiger King, explain what exactly is happening. Yeah, are there multiple show? Is it a series? Like, tigers? what is with the tigers? Is it Siegfried and Roy? Like, who are I'm we? Let, I'm gonna let Omar take <laughs> this. Is it murder right. involved? Everything you can possibly want in one show is involved. So it's not. So it's a docu series, and it's not really a show. It's an experience. Because <laughs> because I'm I got to give it to you right. It involves murder. It involves exotic tigers. It involves a gay libertarian gunslinger <laughs> what? slash magician. And that's all one person. Oh my God. <laughs> He's oh my a God. magician. <laughs> Polygamy. <laughs> presidential candidate. A candidate for governor. Uh... Extortion, uh, murder for hire, you name it. And to give you a quick synopsis of how this all started, the documentary took five years to film. It all started from a guy going to an exotic animal zoo in Oklahoma, and he happened to have his camera with him. He notices what's going on, and he says, oh, shit, I need to start filming. And from that visit, to this exotic animal zoo turned into an entire uh, documentary that has brought all of America together. And it is number one in the United States for Um, like weeks in a row. Omar, it is not more of a ratings hit than these White House briefings, okay? Because Donald J. Trump tweeted today that President Trump is a ratings hit. Since reviving the daily White House briefings, Mr. Trump and his coronavirus updates have attracted an average audience of 8.5 million on cable news, roughly the viewership of the season finale of The Bachelor. Numbers are continuing oh my God. to rise. We're finna die, bitch. Of course we're watching you. This is real oh, shit. Yeah, he did. We're finna die. Of course we're watching you. He cannot be this self-absorbed. Wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute. He does Wait remember minute, he's the president, right? He tweeted about Megan and Harry. 
I saw that. Talk about we not gonna pay for They their, asked um, you to pay for shit. Pay for their security. <laughs> Jesus. Wait a minute, y'all. Wait a minute. Y- y'all telling me he tweeted that shit today? Yes. Yes. He, he said, he said he all of his tweets. It was uh, roughly the viewership of the okay. season finale Here's of The, the Bachelor. You Here were talking about the bachelor with this motherfucker. Y'all listen, 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 listen. I'm trying I'm trying not to spaz the fuck out because uh, one of my guys posted some shit the other day. He posted like, you know, it was on a Facebook post, but it was like a meme where he had talked about Trump's slow response, you know, could have saved a lot of lives, yada, yada, yada. And this dude normally is one of those cats that I think may be libertarian because, you know, he vacillates between talking shit about Obama and seeming like a quasi-Trump supporter and not like in a kind of playful tongue-in-cheek way let me just rebel rouse you but just like uh you know you might actually like really rock with him but after he said that it was like okay cool i read the comments and when i read the comments it's blowing my mind at how many people are not only staunchly defending him but are kind of leaning towards saying you know how man he doing a great job you know i don't think anybody else could have done better and these is niggas that i used to rock with or that i still rock with that were some of my best friends growing up and i'm like do do i do i go into the comment thread and ether him or do i just let sleeping dogs lie right because it's not even about the management of just this it it is that we have a cartoon character as the leader of the free world, right? Like, I, like y'all, the, the biggest story still to me is the fact that this nigga tweeted once a hundred and like ten times in 24 hours. Like, and now you guys are telling me that he is, is telling us that he has revitalized the... Nigga, because we're afraid we're about to die. Do this you really like think required that, that watching. anything? Do you think that has right. much anything than Obama's, to do? Much higher than Obama. Much higher than Obama's. Ten because, times higher. Because friend told me it was ten times higher than Obama. Obama didn't have martial law, basically, when he was in office. He was able to manage every fucking thing because he was a... Fi- but here's what's Crooked scary to Hillary. me. People will people will see that that tweet and they will still fucking defend him. And you know what that tells me? Yeah. And this is gonna sound really bad. It's gonna that sound really bad. No, and this is gonna be this is gonna this, this may or may not be controversial. But what it shares with me is that if this is where society is, then what is happening right now we deserve. Maybe not all of us individually, but collectively as a society, if we can see that level of narcissism and ignorance in the White House. And that is not not only the top story, but reasons why the right and the left, right, are like, okay, yeah, no, we need to move the fuck on from this, right? Like, if that's not the narrative, if everybody still wants to talk about other shit and pretend like that's okay and that that's normal and that and that and that this is what leadership looks like. In America, right? Like, 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 if, if if this is the stance that we are going to take, then we deserve this shit. We deserve it. We deserve it. We I deserve I don't know it. If, I don't. I don't know if you guys know this, but they're saying the dollar is at its weakest point right now. Of course, uh, it is financially. So, if we head into a recession, it's going to be really, really bad, and it's not going to be like mm. two thousand eight. Mm. Nigga, it's going to be like the Great Depression. Shit. Uh, and everything's moving to digital currency right now for that reason. Mm. So the money's flowing to digital currency because everyone's taking their money out of the market. 
and I am not a financial advisor. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> but to your point, Isaac, like, thank you. I stopped watching. Well, I, I briefly watched the news, but what yeah. I've really been keying into is the daily. Mm. And so they talked about why uh, Donald Trump has started doing these briefings over Mike Pence. Because remember, he gave it to Mike Pence. Yes. And so what they were right. saying is Trump advisors he said he didn't have was like, hey, Mike Pence is looking like the president right now. And you still running for office. Like, mm. you need to get in front of this. But yep. remember, Mike Pence was doing a great job at first. Right. Like, he come out there, he give you the information, and he let the professional speak. Trump comes out and it's like, China. You know what I mean? The Chinese right. virus. <laughs> the Chinese virus. You know, and he's Kung sending flu. everything. <laughs> and he's sending everybody in a tailspin, and it made shit worse. Because mm. first he was coming out when he took over. He, he started saying it wasn't real and this and that, blah, blah. And you go through that, and the people getting on top of him saying, no, no, no. Because Mike Pence was on top of the shit. But once he transitioned back into it, he created a disaster. And then the governor started getting in his ass. And then you got Cuomo on there looking like the president. And so Trump's like, oh, shit, I need to get on top of this. So then he had the fallout with Dr. Fauci. And so they kissed and made up. And now he's sticking to the script because he's like, shit, like, I'm about to put the country in its seventh bankruptcy. It's going to be my seventh bankruptcy if I don't pull this shit together. So now he's pulling this shit together. And as if you see him at the conferences now, he is reading. He can't read for shit, but he is trying. He He is trying and he's no longer winging it because like this isn't something you can wing. Right. Right. Did you hear what he said that he wanted the governors? He told Pence to not send shit to certain governors if they don't show their appreciation. This is this is this. I, 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 I so, said if wait I a was minute, a governor, a if I was a governor, I would be fucking combusting on CNN and MSNBC. Like you mean to tell me, bitch, I got a big for you to send shit here? Are you fucking kidding me? And that's your number one job is to keep the people safe, right. and you're doing the opposite right. of that. And I got the a I mean, fucking then I mean. lashed out. He lashed out at General. He he lashed out about the ventilators, about Ford mm-hmm. and General Motors. Tags the wrong General Motors. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you communicate tags, on Twitter. Oh my he god! He tags some random dude with the handle General Motors. <laughs> and they light him up. So. up. They light him up. And here's but, here's what's crazy. But, but real real quick, guys, keep what you're gonna say. Here's the thing. He quickly backtracked that Chinese virus shit when China didn't send mm. shit over here. And he paused the tariffs for three months. Mm. See, yep. you're going to get your shit together yes. because people are going to let you know you don't run shit here. No. Keep right. calling it the Chinese that, virus. That reminds you'll be me living of with the it. homework y'all had. Right, you'll be living with before, it, Before um, yeah. we, we started the podcast, The Conspiracy Theorists. And uh, the fact that, you know, China kind of runs shit around here and uh, we do not. It has for a long time. What did y'all think of that video and the conspiracy theories in general? Why don't you set set it up for people who didn't? Well, right. the the hard part is he covered so many fucking things uh, on that on that a video. million things. You should have gave us uh, t- 
timestamps. Like, God. all right, go to this minute. Right. This it minute. was it was hard to keep track of it. But some of the underlying things was number one, um, this was all constructed, you know, the the whole virus. Um, but it was basically to to push us toward um vaccinations, martial law, and um and basically just pharmaceuticals. So the fact that they haven't been teaching us about how to protect our bodies in a natural way and, you know, taking our, our vitamins and supplements and just being healthy in general. It's like, you know, it's cause it's, at some point a vaccination is going to come out and we are going to in droves want to get the vaccination. And so he feels like this was all created by the people who want us to, to get the vaccination. You know what, Casey, mm-hmm. you sent the video and I had watched a piece of it earlier before you sent it um, just from conversations that I, I have like with my boyfriend. We have these conversations all the time. RZA, I follow him, but I can't follow him. Like he's Did you one say RZA? I put in that. Yeah. RZA, RZA, have you seen oh, his oh, name? Oh, 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 that was the yet. name of the guy that we was. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I um, was Wu-Tang. talking about Wu-Tang. <laughs> I was like, he on this shit too? <laughs> no. Sometimes I can listen to him. Other times I cannot, especially with this whole idea um, behind this virus, because I feel like um, there's too many. No one's off the table here. There hasn't been one special part of the country that's not infected. There hasn't been one special person that doesn't get infected. And there hasn't been one type of person that doesn't die from this. So all the conspiracy theories to what we need to do in order to overcome this is something that I just turn a deaf ear to because I'm like, dude, we could talk about this shit all day, all fucking day long. But at the end of the day, if you don't do what you need to do in order to stay safe and keep those around you safe, you're just adding to the problem. Like the whole idea behind the vaccinations, I don't agree with, you know, there are some things that are not necessary while there are some that are. And when you play this, walk this fine line between, oh, this big corporate government and this big business, and how vaccinations are attached to that. You have dumbass parents who don't who don't vaccinate their kids. And now you got two and three and four and five year olds dying of shit like whoop, whooping cough or getting some dumb shit like polio, some shit that we haven't seen because there's a fucking vaccination for it. And you you sitting there looking dumb like, I don't know why my kid died. I don't know why. Well, bitch, you haven't gotten a va- gotten them vaccinated because you think that this is a part of some big ass scheme to do something to you as a as a person and as a as a people. Like, I just don't agree with it. Yeah. I mean, they've also <laughs> well, I don't well, have all the facts think, and shit. So, so I can't really stomach and watch a lot of that. So here's the thing. Shit, so. and, and I think we're seeing that more and more with this. So the thing is, like, they don't have all the information because it's still a new virus, right? But one thing they do know, it impacts certain blood types, right? And because it's a respiratory uh, virus, of course, if you got any underlying and kind of issues going on, it's definitely going to hit you more, right? So, but the challenge is, even if it doesn't impact your blood type, you can still spread it. And that's what we're starting to see. walk around with it. Right. So what they're seeing, I think this is like the eighth uh, one of the eight uh, types of coronaviruses that were out there was MERS and SARS, right? right? And so right. The, the challenge is, is that, like, everyone needs to be vaccinated regardless because if you have something, you can spread it even, even though it doesn't impact you. And I think that right. is the overall message. And I, I think that's just 
poorly communicated when it comes to vaccination. So I think people are really ignorant to yeah. vaccination. Yeah. Well, and it just blows one my outside mind. of like, the the conspiracy it. theory about vaccinations. Apparently, anti five G campaigners are also working overtime. Oh, that's so. Silly. I legitimately like, have no idea how the five G. What the fuck does that have to do? Basically, the with radiation dying. and the it, right. you know, and, girl. And here's the thing: it's about you know, just because I worked in the wireless industry, it's it's the amount of radiation you'll receive from a cell tower is equivalent to you like holding a walkie talkie. Right? Like it's gonna be no matter so if it's minimum. three, four G, three G, yeah, four G, matter. Like, <laughs> and le- 10 right. G, nine. Unless K, you were on the, the fuck? fucking unless you were on top of the cell tower. Holding on to that bitch while it's on. Right, because there was a a guy uh, when I was in wireless. He uh, he was uh, he was a security guard patrolling the roof in the winter time, and it was cold on the roof. So he went and stood by the cell tower, and the cell tower, you know, was it was warm by the cell tower. So he stood there for a long period of time, and he did not know it was cooking him from the inside. So he ended up dying, like, on the rooftop. Now, if you're that close, that's one thing. But most of the time, you're not going to be standing right next to a cell tower because they're going to be in the sky. Like, so it won't won't even impact you. Now, if you're standing next to it while it's fired up, yeah, like, that's dangerous. That's just like standing on top of a hot stove. Of course you're going to get burned. But... Right. You know, in, in terms of just it being erected into the sky, you'll be fine. I, I wouldn't. That's just nonsense. It's just people. It's it's these. They're not even doomsday. They're just people that want to push. T- what about some, the tanks that are going to be that are around? So again, you know, they need to come on and bring them motherfucking well, the tanks. Thing. We running out of shit fucking room. So here's the hospitals. thing. There are there's always tanks. What the fuck? There's always tanks in every city. There's always National Guards. These motherfuckers go to work every weekend like you and I. Of course you're gonna see that <laughs> right. you're gonna see that shit. Like they work that this is like being in the Pentagon and like the Pentagon's pretty busy today. Yeah, there's like twenty eight thousand people that work there. It's a fucking city. You know what I mean? Like right. people like th- those type of individuals when you hear that, they're they're people that are spreading propaganda to push religion in your right. face. Basically right. what it is. Like Absolutely. they don't have any I other information to push out. And I didn't notice this growing up, but I mean, I noticed I didn't. I what I noticed growing up is that were people that didn't mess with religion, and there were people that were just like sheep to religion. Mm-hmm. And I never mm-hmm. r- realized the difference between the two until I got older, and I started listening to the people that were like super into religion. It's like, wait a minute, you're getting information from a book, one book, not multiple books, right? But in school, they teach you. You have to cite several resources, but That's these individuals are citing from one book, and they each got a different book that says different shit, with no other book that's challenging or contradicting the one book. So now I realize why those people when I was growing up didn't fuck with religious people because they're just like they're fucking idiots. Like, great, you're in the religion, happy it makes you happy, you know, but don't push that shit on the world. Like and don't create propaganda around it to say, oh, the government's doing this. It's like, are they really? 
And are if they I really? Add right. to that, and if well, I can add are to they that really? Too, but some like, people right. argue that religion does help with like morals and values. That a lot of that shit has been lost. It does. It's 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 still the bedrock. You I'm, know, I'm not. Of, I'm not. I'm it. not arguing religion. I'm saying like it's great for you, but don't turn it into this new world order thing and right. everyone's coming after us because right. now you're weaponizing right. the religion, right? It's just like right. when you right. think about right. terrorists, right? right? Terrorists, none of them are actually reading the Quran. They're actually going out propaganda spread it by somebody because the Quran says the exact opposite of what they're doing. But what they've done was they've weaponized the religion so they can create this movement and say, oh, you're coming after all Muslims. It's like, eh, no, they're coming after you. Because one of the things the FBI, <laughs> they did, a, they did the FBI study, they knew when someone was going to flip and become a terrorist or activate as a terrorist cell, the first book they would order is Islam for Dummies off Amazon. And boom, track them down, got them. Because they don't know shit about the religion. It's just like when you <laughs> run across you know, people that are... Or or are they Christians or whatever, and and they'll just hit you with a couple of scriptures, but then you look at how they're living their life, and you be like, Nah, you're not living that shit, but yet you're pushing it on me. Like, get the fuck out of it. Get, yeah, I didn't get off I my doorstep. A- I done made a few My Hebrew Israelites dead. heads explode by asking them some very simple questions that cracked me up. Like and I, I it's it's not even real, but anybody that that tries to have a literal argument about a religious doctrine is is when I'm I'm about to tear you apart, right? Because I I understand, you know, certain elements as it relates to the spiritual realm, but if you're going to not explain them spiritually, but instead explain them like literally, then I'm gonna tear your ass up with science. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and be like, okay, well that's funny. Cause okay, well then explain this, right? Like since you got all the answers basically. But um but I do agree with your point though, O, because uh I I I do I, I've had a few friends that it feels like they are on the far end of like what I call, and it was funny because I always ask people when I'm having a, a conversation, like, you know, what their personal, like, kind of panic meter is at, right? Because I want to be sensitive to, you know, um, wh- wherever they are at so that anything that I say doesn't appear condescending or flipping or nonchalant because I do take this very seriously, right? But I don't believe it's the end of the world i don't believe it's the end days and i'll have very intelligent friends that will say things like that that will use that term end days and i'm like ma at most it's one percent fatality rate that's and not that's not what the doomsday plague looks like just fyi one percent is not the mortality when it's rate. time I, for niggas to come at us it ain't gonna be one percent i fuck the mortality rate i also don't think that this is some fucking plot to destroy black folks or to destroy immigrants or to you know well, like there's some I do have a conspiracy theory you gotta let me get it in in a minute but go ahead though I, I just want to see what y'all yeah. think about my conspiracy theory oh god okay <laughs> um, I don't think that I think that that regardless of where the fuck this shit started or how it came about I feel like what we're experiencing now is a lack in sound leadership cause this was some mm. shit that Facts. was 
percolating back in fucking November. Percolating. And if we had a if we had a did what the fuck Russia did when they first got when Wuhan and them first got their first fifty or hundred cases, Russia closed their borders. They was like, hey, we don't want none of that shit. Hey, keep that shit over there. Mm. And it wasn't even a big deal at the time. But this that's the difference between Russia and us today. They don't have any fucking cases. Ain't nothing happening in Russia. Why? Because they closed their borders early. They they reacted early. They didn't they didn't take the shit for granted. That shit was being passed so quickly. They was like, okay, we gotta do something. No, what did Dumbo in the fucking White House say? We ain't got to worry about that. And then what happened? The shit got out of hand. He let all them motherfuckers from China keep traveling over to the United States. He kept letting us go over to China. He kept letting shit happen. And so that's why we are where we are today. It's not because, oh, the tanks is out and people is after us. And this is just all a plot to get everybody. No, it's not. It's a lack so, and sound so, fucking leadership. So I, I agree with you 100%. But let me challenge one part though is this the conspiracy because, theory part I yeah oh we, this is totally the conspiracy I'll theory go for niggas it. always yeah, got yeah. a conspiracy theory. yeah because that's just who i am by nature right and and <laughs> and it comes in not on the bizarre end but because when my logic can't solve a situation it starts to think about okay well what could it be and and it doesn't go to aliens and and the bizarre but I, i'll give you another example when you think about you know 9-11 Right. And and you say to yourself, like, OK, yeah, I get it. TSA all them people might have been a, pe- a lot of people sleep at the wheel. But you're telling me that you can get some untrained Arabs with box cutters to take down 747s and then make these planes do complex maneuvers to hit these buildings at spaces that make them topple as though it was a demolition like it just it, it's I, I i knew this before i saw documentaries where i was just like this shit don't make sense so when it doesn't make sense then you start to say okay let me scratch this itch to see what's going to develop because the the story that you're giving me doesn't make sense that the most intelligent competent nation in the world that's got cia everywhere just because we got george bush in the white house now all of a sudden everybody sleep at the wheel and some some people that couldn't pull off a fucking Seven Eleven heist is is somehow crippling our economy. I I call bullshit to that. All right, now my my ears are open for what's really going on. And then you start seeing things like the Patriot Act get you know passed, where it's like okay, when people are afraid, when people are in fear, is the is always throughout history is when people are willing to give up their liberties, right? So like, so it is. A part is say with with the shit in 2008 like you know they start repealing all these laws they start getting real laxed in a lot of areas so everybody asleep at the wheel and my black ass that didn't have no real money in his bank account but my girlfriend at the time was a real estate broker and i saw the shit she was doing it wasn't making sense to me and i knew nothing about the system so one of two things is happening either i'm the most brilliant person that i've ever met which i don't think that's the case or there was some people some more intelligent people than me that were in charge of this shit that knew that this was going to be a domino effect this thing was going to lead to this thing which was going to lead to this thing which ultimately leads to the largest transfer of wealth 
in American history, right? When everybody loses their home and we start to talk about the erosion of the middle class. No, that's how you decimate the middle class, right? Is when you start to play these little maneuvers that I know middle class isn't insulated against this maneuver that I'm doing, but we are. And when everything bottoms out, we can buy and then we re-up because all of this shit is numbers. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Like this shit that happens isn't a plague. Sometimes we're talking about numbers on the sheet. So here's 2020 conspiracy theory. If there was something with this, because you're right, Brittany, all of this shit is like first you dismantle a lot of the shit that Obama had in play when he was dealing with all of these uh, uh, biological issues during his eight years of tenure, right? It, you know, so to say, well, we were dismantling it or no, we reappropriated because we did this and I'm an efficient person. It wasn't that much of a drain on the budget. I guarantee you there's like literally probably 30 or 40 line items that went above whatever that were probably 100 that went above whatever it was that they were paying that department that was supposed to be in charge of not only recognizing when this occurred, but informing leadership. Right now, I get it. Trump is a fucking idiot, but he's got people around him that are competent. Right. And so whoa, whoa, if everybody, whoa, whoa, whoa. if everybody, when, when I say, I'm, no, 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 I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Right. I'm talking about whoa, all whoa, the people whoa. that sit at that table. Right. That 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 it's their job to protect America. I'm saying. OK. OK. Everybody me, is in ignorance. So wait a, minute, wait a minute. let me just finish the thought before because because I'm saying that if everybody is asleep at the wheel and then this type of stuff starts to occur, then I start to say, is there a potential that what is occurring, maybe not through Trump's, ad, you know, admission, but through someone else's. This was intentional. What's the play then? Right. Like, what is it that they stand to benefit from when we see what's occurring with the pandemic? Right. And this is this is this is my thought process. And just just contemplate on this as a very whether or not you believe in the buildup. Just understand that right now, because you are right. Uh, what we said early in terms of this shit attacks everyone. Right. Every, everybody can get it from this. However, statistically, the numbers still show that the broader majority of people that are going to be affected and that are going to where this can prove fatal are elders. Right. So this is something that will affect everybody, but it affects them the most dramatically. Right. And so if you're at the top, we're all numbers to them. They don't care about our names. They don't care about our lives and our history. We're all numbers. And when all you right, think about so the I, biggest thing, wait a minute, because I haven't given you all the conspiracy theory yet. When you all think about <laughs> the biggest thing that is the weight on our economy, it is the entitlements, right? It's Social Security, it's Medicare, and it's Medicaid. If you want to see America get out of this $25 trillion debt, what do you think is the easiest way to make it happen? You eliminate a significant portion of the class that is no longer paying into the system but is withdrawing so, from the system right so just think about it i'm pretty certain that somebody could probably crunch these numbers if you eliminated five to fifteen percent of people I, that were say over 75 i could i could see them probably putting some shit out with like over the next five years we true. we we save five to ten trillion dollars in entitlement funding. Y'all trying to tell me that they wouldn't let this shit ride out if I they knew think, that in 20 years we're solving again? I think we've lost again? more, though. I Stop think that we've it. lost more, though. I think that we've lost more. 
more than that, that percentage? That does, yeah, yeah. I think we've lost Man. more than whatever they could save in the Social Security payout. That's why this doesn't make sense to me you, how people you think, are jumping you th- on. No, how have we lost more? How have so, we lost so, more? So, so let yeah. me, if the let largest me, percentage is, no. is, is elders... And those are the people we don't want to pay back all absolutely. of this pension but and then this you would have security. to. But then you would have to. You That's have why to Chicago in debt. Hold on. You would have to guarantee a certain number of people to, to die right. in order for that to happen. But from, from, the losses from, the, from the losses from the market, right? That shit undid all three no, years. And no, those are just numbers, though. That's that's number to rich people. That ain't shit because they're right. insulated. That We're is, the ones right. that get fucked up. All right, let me. Let and me. that's what I'm saying. To corn production, corn production has not halted to, since to, Corona. Wait, right? but that, let me backtrack. Milk, let me backtrack. cows are still something. getting milked. Everything that, is that still happening. That market is something. That market is the reason why motherfuckers kill it's themselves. Speculation. Yeah, I mean that's why they kill right, themselves. Right, no, wait, it's wait, speculation wait, though. Wait, it's wait. not backed by gold. Hold Our up. Our economy hold in up, the last hold up. two weeks has lost way more. Hold up. Has lost way more. Hold up. Let's let's Isaac, you said a bunch of stuff. I want I want to I did. I did. Tackle so what you got? Oh. A couple things you said. Now, in terms of 9/11, I could I could say the president was sleep at the wheel and Dick Cheney was running the country, right? He had an agenda in terms of what he wanted to do and he ignored the information which what led up to 9-11 that could have been prevented, right? That was that. So if there's conspiracy in it, maybe, maybe not, but let's just say Bush wanted to go after Saddam. He didn't, he didn't give a shit about al-Qaeda, al-Qaeda, however you want to say it, right? So there was definitely someone sleep at the wheel then. And then they also had their own agenda, which was going after Saddam and blaming Saddam. And, and that's where they were focusing the resource and the energy, but they already knew about bin Laden. But the thing is with bin Laden, America has so much history with bin Laden because he was an agent for the U.S. at one point. So there's a lot of shit. That's just a shit show, right? However, with this, uh, it's with the coronavirus is a little different because, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier was that this is, I think this is like the eighth coronavirus that, you know, that we've came across. Like, MERS and SARS is one, right? And this is the 2019 version of that. And it's a little bit different. It does come from bats. It comes from a wet market in China, right? So it's where they basically sell lot. I mean, well, where they sell produce that are like animals. Like I don't even know how you classify them, but you know, think about like bats and all any any fucking thing you normally poultry or whatever you don't get on your fucking plate. Like so they sell all that guess, shit and <laughs> they have all that and they sell all this in this wet market and that's how the virus transmit because you know let's say like that bat infects this and then you go and eat it then you get sick that's how it kind of like it happens but that shit comes across all the time like even when you think about how bad SARS was SARS hit like over 40 countries like within two weeks how it spread it, but like once everyone knew about it, they quickly shut it down. The United States was notified about it in December in real time, even though China was ignoring it at first, but then 
some whistleblowers came out and says, hey, we need to notify people about this. And China got on top of it. But it was kind of like too late, like the ball was already rolling downhill because they were ignoring it. But when we found out about it was in December. They only found one person with it. But there could have been a lot of people with it. And when we first heard about it, had he shut it down, we wouldn't be in this state, I think, like Brittany mentioned earlier. So when you think about when the shit hit other places and other countries, when they heard about, heard about the first case, they shut everything down. They took the necessary precautions. Our president, on the other, ha- other hand, was telling everybody they had nothing to worry about. It was going to go away. Or it we was a hoax. Down. Was, we gooch. Or it was the road. Democrats. Mm-hmm. Like, he was making every excuse about it instead of shutting it down. The thing is, SARS was probably bad or just as worse. But because Obama was competent and he wasn't asleep at the wheel, he took it serious. He shut it down. Same thing with Ebola. Shut it down. This is just another coronavirus. It's just that we didn't take it seriously. And so that's why it's affecting it. It's not that we couldn't stop it. And so then at another point you mentioned where it only impacts the elderly. No, it would take out a whole subset of our population because, again, it affects a certain blood type. Yes, we know it's going to wipe out the elderly. Duh, no shit. But it's also going to take out anyone with diabetes, anyone with respiratory issues, anyone with lung issues. Like, it's going to take out an entire subset. So, in other words, anybody anybody with health issues who they probably also see as a drain on the and, system and if anyone, we're having health care. But anyone with a certain blood type. The mm. only people that they found so far that have recovered is O blood type. Everyone else may end up on a respirator. So If it, we have so, enough respirators. <laughs> right. But so y'all. you think about it like this. It's not just Listen. if you have underlying health issues. If you have a certain blood type that's other than O, you can get hit and it'll have you on a respirator. Right. Period. What I will say, because... Uh, and I wait, I'm not a physician or doctor. Thank you. <laughs> That's one of the things These I wanted to remind. These are just some YouTube videos that I watched <laughs> from right. Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> right. Thank you. And, we appreciate that. you know, I also want to... That's good. In addition, to, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen this kind of thing, but like, um, for instance, what's his name? David Spade. He has a... A late night talk show now after uh, on Comedy Central after Trevor Noah. I thought show. he was did dead. not know that. Yes, did not. But know. he calls it basically a, a Trump free late night, um, you know, TV show. But I do want to, you know, we've we've talked about Corona quite a bit already, and I think that people are probably mildly exhausted by it. So I I don't want to spend too much more time on it because... Tiger King it is. Tiger King it is, okay? But before you get into Tiger King, we did say that we were going to talk about the first black millionaires. And last week we touched on Madam C.J. Walker, who was the second O. Uh, You know what? Uh, Madam C.J. Walker, if you guys haven't watched the Netflix show, definitely check it out. It, it's, uh, it's a little slow at times, but times but it's it's still a great story so keeping with the the theme of television just because i think has everyone on the podcast watched uh watchmen on hbo yes i have isaac i have i have yeah Mm -hmm. casey 
Uh, okay. So at the beginning of Watchmen, I think, Isaac, you, you, you hit me up about this. You, you like the opening scene of the One first of the episode. the most powerful scenes I've seen on TV in many, many years. Damn sure on HBO, and I love HBO. That was powerful. So I love that scene as well. I thought it was, it was deep that someone actually uh, opened up with a major show about uh, the race riot in Tulsa, Oklahoma, because it was also known as Black Wall Street. And uh, one of the, I guess, first settlers uh, was O.W. Gurley. Do you guys know this name? No, I'm I do not. I'm not familiar. So he was uh, one of the first uh, black millionaires. And he uh, was a landowner in Arkansas. And be, you know, before he moved to Oklahoma, to basically start what we would know as today as Black Wall Street. And uh, if you want to do a little research on it, I would definitely do so. And also, I think there's documentaries on Black Wall Street that are really profound because I think for a long time, people played down that there wasn't a Black Wall Street and there wasn't bombs and everything dropped. Right, they uh, acted like it never existed. Yeah, they don't talk about that shit. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, it was. I w- I would say one of the first because there's also uh, a Black Wall Street that you can say in uh, Mississippi, and it still stands to this day. Uh, that was okay. started by the last slave ship that came to America. Wow! But that's O W Gurley. O W Gurley. G U R L E Y. Yep. Thank you, Omar. Um, Thank so you. why do I need to watch Tiger King? Because there's nothing that seems to appeal <laughs> to my senses, but motherfuckers are going crazy over it. Why Casey, are people obsessed? Casey, here's why you're going to love it in particular. Please you, share. You pay attention and you have a really keen eye for details. And so you will notice shit that most of us won't notice in the show. Okay. Right? So let's say I watch it and let's say we both watch the first episode together. And then and then we chat about it. And you'll just start, what the, what was up with this and what was up with that? <laughs> and it's just this shit show that was just beautifully articulated. Okay, so I'm not I don't want to do too many spoilers, but uh Cardi yeah. Cardi B was talking about raising money for the person who went to prison. Yes, his name's Joe Exotic. Okay, should she be trying to raise money for dude? Yes. And you have to watch the show. I don't want to give it away. I'm just gonna put it like this. <laughs> you have never seen anything like this. Like, I don't know if you saw uh don't fuck with cats on Netflix. Of course I did. The, the documentary. Yes. Okay, so that had like plots, twists, and you like, oh, that was great documentary. The Tiger King shits on that documentary like a hundred times over, and this, it's, I'm, I'm, you, I'm telling you, it's. I don't even like to call it a show. I'm like, it's how a many total episodes experience. are there? It's an experience. I don't, I don't know. Ike, me, like, I'm it's telling like seven or eight, I think. 
and and Ike, I think you you didn't even start getting to the. I think you just got. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I feel like I'm scratching the surface, but yeah. it's getting it's, get, it's getting ridiculous you, though. You I didn't mean, even. You didn't, you didn't even. You're not there. I think after about the third or fourth episode, okay. it's where you're like, "Oh my fucking!" Because they're setting it up. <laughs> they're setting everything up. I'll, I'll give you a quote. I'll give you a quote where someone mentioned the show, and 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 they're like, they like, wait a minute, this dude's gay had two straight husbands. <laughs> Yet another dude that had four wives, and I'm still single. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that I I don't fuck with cats. You didn't like it. No, I couldn't get through it. (laughs) Mm. See, because you fuck with cats, or like, what? What was the problem there? I I didn't like it. It just, it just, it just was. was Did you get all the way through it? No, I didn't get all the way through it. Okay, so <laughs> so I I probably can guess why you didn't like it because honestly the sh- it's slow as hell. It, it's right? super slow. It's slow. It and it doesn't turn up until it's just like Tiger King. Maybe after the third or fourth episode, then it 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 just it just it's like Game of Thrones, right? No, it's the opposite of Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones sucks you right in on the first episode. Right. No, nah, it. They're feel, setting it up. I remember it having some slow, some slowness, and I was trying to figure out like what's the big deal. But um, no. Anyway, go ahead. All I, all I, what I tell people <laughs> when I, when I tell them, they like I tried to watch the first and second. Uh, I'm talking Tiger King, and like oh, so I was like, no, you gotta, you gotta give it time. Love takes time. <laughs> like oh, if you, if you time. commit to it, if you commit to it, your mind's gonna be blown. Okay. And you're going to keep telling yourself this cannot be real. <laughs> right? Okay. So when you think about all the memes that you're seeing, it's not doing justice until you can actually say you lived it. Right? Oh my god. Okay. At first, it, at first when you're watching the first 1 2 3 episodes, you're like, "Okay, it's just a gay dude walking around with guns and he has a bunch of fucking tigers and shit." But then once it get into the the griminess and the reality and they it's almost like they're giving you what people want to see in the first three episodes but then when it gets to four and five it's like okay we're gonna pull back the curtain some more and we're gonna let you know how much of a shit show it is because at first you just feel like you're watching this random gay dude with guns play with tigers but they're setting the story up so you know why this is a shit show in a few more episodes and then you get invested because you like, oh shit! Did he try to get Carol killed? <laughs> and you're like, host, ho- holy shit! Did this dude really just do that? And it's so many characters and so many scammers in it that you're gonna be like, wait, that that dude did what? Yeah, it's 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 yeah. bizarre from what I've seen thus far. I sat up and watched uh, The Banker. I heard that was really good. Great movie. I Great really movie. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And Anthony you know what? Mackie. I like yeah, I like Anthony Mackie, but um, I think he did it. I think he did an exceptional job in this role. Like, I mean, mm. he's he's consistent, but he's always been. I mean, and he's been even in this character. You see remnants of his other character. I think I just liked. 
this character so much more because it didn't feel contrived at all and it it the the storyline was just so compelling i think now who i think did an amazing job was samuel jackson as you know and as always right he's obviously an impeccable actor he's awesome but like right right but like but like in in this role i thought he did a great role like his his character was probably the most likable of everyone right because he's the guy you didn't see coming and you're like, yeah, I fuck with him. And he you know played what I'm like the OG. He played the OG. Right, exactly. Which was, exactly. I think this was a different role for Samuel Jackson. I actually yeah. like this Because he role couldn't role. use fuck. He couldn't use fuck. And that's why they, they even did a play on that. Like, keep your effing head down. I'm like, nah, you know what you want to say. Like, I actually think that was an homage to Samuel Jackson because we know he got to say fuck in the movie if he in it you know what i'm saying so i thought that was kind of cute but right. i thought that was a, I, saw, I thought that was um, really well done i saw spencer confidential <laughs> on which Netflix. one i have not heard is of that this? the one with spencer uh, confidential yeah which one is that brit that's the one with the old boy from um black panther um um oh, yes um yep, netflix and, um, and mark walkerberg and mark walkerberg yeah mark walkerberg I liked it. It was it was entertaining. It's, it's your typical Mark Wahlberg. You know, I'm fighting for justice because you know I got to find out the truth type of movie. So it was entertaining. What do you think about the other guy? Not Mark Wahlberg, the black guy from Black Panther. What do you think about his acting in the movie? Um, I <sighs> they made him out to be like this real big guy that doesn't really say much, but he did okay. He did okay. I would have liked him to be a little bit more. Um, like have a little bit more open like type of dialogue, but he didn't really have much Ike to Because was say. telling me he was the guy from Us and that yeah. was a totally different role. So I was like, he got range. Yeah, he do. He do. He do. Yeah. Which is why I don't have anything <laughs> negative really to say, but they really right. tried to make him out to be this real big guy that didn't really say much, just was like this mm-hmm. like big old force, like bodyguard that he had. Um, right. But I think he did okay. Yeah, I yeah. liked the movie. I thought it. I thought it was well done. It was See, a Mark Wahlberg film. Yeah, it was right. a Mark Wahlberg film. So, yeah, so y'all I enjoy it. I like Mark Wahlberg. He, I like him, but if it's the same as everything else he does, I can pass on it because they're all starting to run together. And <laughs> so are Denzel's movies. No, they are not. So are uh, not uh, what's my man? What's my man? Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um. Reynolds. Don't you dare. Oh, yeah. He is the same. Oh, I fucking love him. I fucking love Ryan Reynolds, dare. but he's the same character in yeah. every movie. Yes, he right? is, and God bless him. Okay. He's never yeah. did a breakout role either, now that I'm thinking about Not it. Not yet. I mean, and I enjoy his character so much, right? Like, that's where it gets dangerous when you are a character that that a, a person really likes. Well, you can just kind of tell. Like, remember we talked about what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Woods? Is it James, James Woods? Woods. <laughs> right. He looks like a dick in real life. Oh, right? he for sure Like, you does. could just tell, like, yeah, you're the guy that would be extra petty, that would, like, you know, be telling everybody that you're paying less on this bill because you got regular fries when everybody else got sweet potato fries. Like, he seemed like that dude. Like a You're not letting almost. him go. You're not letting him off the hook, <laughs> are you? Guys? At, uh, That's what happens when you turn into <laughs> conspiracy just, theory. No, but, but, but the thing <laughs> you is, are is really you know, it's hands. amazing. It's amazing when you see certain people's, like, like, 
there are certain people that just play a consistent role. That's why I always love when people can be a character. You know what I mean? But certain people play a role where you're like, nigga, you're that person in real life. If you always playing a shady ass nigga, I give you somebody a 50 cent. Love me some 50. Right. But I'm seeing him. He just uh, did a or he's a, a guest doing a guest appearance on the show that he's producing for ABC, the for life. Right. And, you know, the moment he got on the bus, on the prison bus, I'm like, man, this nigga 50 look like a goon for real, man. Like this nigga look like he will fucking stab you. And I'm like, and I like him. He looked good in the suit. He looked like a business dude. He looked like a guy you want to do business with. But when he put on that other shit, I'm like, man, you sell that role convincingly, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know where you end and where 50 begins is all I'm getting there. Some people play the role so well. That it makes you question. That is 50. 50 uh, crazy. You know what I mean? 50 crazy. And he then I'm hearing himself. some story about he him. I'm just himself. like, right. man, he playing himself, he playing bro. Himself. You don't get That's shot like, nine like, times right. and don't walk around and act like you do that shit for fun. Okay? <laughs> right. That wasn't an accident. You probably deserve <laughs> right. to die. <laughs> no. All the roles The Lord playing, was on your side. All the roles he's playing is if you watched that 50 Cent documentary back in the day, is what everyone said about him. The type of dude he was. Like, he's mm. playing that role. They was like, it was people that grew up with him was like, man, you could be sitting here talking to 50 and he having a great time with you and, and, and the conversation's going well and he dapping you up and everything. And he's like, as soon as you walk away, 50 be like, yeah, I'm going to get that nigga. Mm. <laughs> it's like, why are you even talking to him then if you don't fuck with him? But right. they like, that's how 50 is. They're like, Listen. man, he's like, yeah, man, I'm at his bitch ass. But you know what, though? That's how them cancers be, though. I'm telling you, they ass is sweet. I, cancers are, and you know, it's funny because you got Gemini's and then the next sign is cancer. They they both got that crazy energy to me, man, where it's like, I don't know who the fuck I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? Cancers can switch moods real fast. And I think that's the thing with cancers where personally I be having a hard time vibing with. And I, I understand it because I know astrology, but I know the way that cancers get down is when their mood shifts, it's almost uncontrollable. It's too emotional. You know what I'm saying? I remember I went out on a I went out on a date with a cancer once, right? You uh, know, I it wasn't even really you like didn't a date. dated all the hoes. No, no, I, no, I haven't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Jesus, uh, but but let me you like but, that but, old but, grandpa that got a story for everything. Well, no, actually, Omar is <laughs> I was say, got Omar the story for everything. The, the yeah, no, I, I, I got a limited amount of stories. I try to ever since Omar, I try to stack stories because I realize the importance of stories of being <laughs> able, yeah, to be able to make your point right. Like, because you know, Jesus, Jesus uh, shared a lot of parables straight up. Like that was how he gave the word through parables. And so, when you think about your ability to be able to relate to someone, it's whether or not you can get a person to see things from your okay, point of Mace. view and the only only way you can do that is if I can tell this story that puts you in the protagonist role, right? To whereas you un- now you understand the plight because I shared it to you in a way that makes you absorb it, you know. But um, but yeah, no, man, uh, no, I was dating, or actually, I wasn't dating her. Uh, we went out, right? But there was like some attraction, some mutual attraction. We going out. We- Great time. Everything is going perfect. And I made one comment, right? And it wasn't even a comment that you couldn't 
reel yourself back in from. But I could just tell that the tone had changed. And, you know, um, admittedly, whatever was she said in her behavior, it, it, it felt a little aggressive, a little assertive. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> I responded in like, you know, like not assertive, but just kind of like, like, all right, slow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because we was at like a nice space. And I think she compared it to something else, right? Like that I've been to that was not clearly on the level of what we were at, right? Well, no, I, I kind of more like these type of spots. And I was just like, uh, nah, you know, that's kind of apples to oranges a little bit, right? Like, and it wasn't even me being on no bougie, condescending shit. It was, it was almost insulting that she tried to compare the place that we were at to this other spot that she liked you know what i'm saying so it was a playful kind of a a aside but you know nothing to where as i'm like this is going to derail us vibing right now you know what i'm saying man that shit went off the cliff real fast nigga (laughs) what happened she got upset give us the uh it, it, it was just like it so after that occurred um we continue talking, and and and, and this is the point. Her mood just totally changed, right? Like, there are times where you may upset someone, you know, they may not find a joke particularly funny, but we all kind of have this social thing where it's like, oh, you kind of rubbed me a little wrong way. I might be a little distance, but I can, I can, I can warm back up. Like, no, when they shift, nigga, they shift, right? <laughs> We went from having the most wonderful time to uh, a little mild disagreement to all right now we enemies nigga Jeez. like like now we arch yeah it it felt so weird right like where it was to the point where it was like oh shit and it wasn't even like I was trying to smash that's what felt so bad about it because and actually I'm glad I wasn't because that would have been really horrible right like <laughs> if I was like like on borderline third base like oh yeah i'm about to smash this and then all of a sudden you put your foot in your mouth and you like oh fuck like how do i how do i reel this back in like that happens on occasions with guys man where they just they 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 talk too much right, right? and that and that's probably me i talk too yeah, much yeah speaking of you talking so i could probably much. talk myself out of <laughs> you could talk yourself out of some some vagina i'm sure right yeah i could probably talk myself out of some vagina if i you know um but yeah i you know we had talked about on the last episode a lot of like some of the issues that were going on with uh couples during this quarantine and you know i wanted to make it a point to kind of speak to the people who are in isolation and they're single and uh maybe Um, long distance relationships and things like that, because this particular situation is probably potentially a little harder on them, depending on, you know, their, their outlook on things. Um, And so I didn't want to, to overlook some of the situations that they're going through. But um, have you guys noticed uh, any changes in the people that you know, who are single or feeling, isolated based on the the quarantine or circumstances Isaac you probably want to respond to this <laughs> you said uh I probably want to respond to this you probably um, want to you probably want to 
Okay, wait a minute. Let me get that question again. Have you guys noticed any change? Are y'all fucking listening? Have you noticed any changes in the people that you know and love who are either single or like feeling isolated due to the quarantine? Uh, Well, I mean, you know, I don't know why Omar tossed it to me. Well, you were saying that you haven't talked to dude. (laughs) Get your ass out of here. And I didn't know he was going to say that. I already knew that that was a setup the moment that, you know, you said it. Um, Got him. Got him. Right. But no, um, actually I have. Right. Uh, And, you know, it it I won't I won't go into the specifics, but because it's going to be a part of um, my um, opinion. Uh, But but yeah, I, I have. And 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 on some people that are that are close to me right and like i said it, it's it, it actually was something that i'm going to make a point about on my opinion not to say that i'm detached from this thread of the conversation but just that we do have to be mindful i guess of the fact of how this can affect or that it does affect many people yeah. in many different ways I mean, I, and i have seen it even with like family members right. and stuff like that like that are accustomed to being very active Mm -hmm. and now this thing comes in you know and it it forces you to have to make a pause right and you're making a pause and with that pause comes a lot of other things right like and so even while we are trying to be as vigilant as we can against corona we got to be vigilant against this other stuff as well because there are going to be a lot of people that pass away not from corona but from the effects of corona right like in just how it's shifted society and 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 that is something that i think people you know they're kind of speaking about because they can forecast it but they're not really keyed in just yet to how uh, detrimental the the effects are going to be from a long-term perspective right like in terms of how it's going to like a lot of people don't understand even how um how how dangerous uh solitary confinement can be right it's not natural like humans it's are supposed to um have human interaction companionship all of that stuff and so this this isolation for some people can feel um, very heavy compared very heavy. compared to you know especially others. Yeah. especially if you are not into that virtual space right like if you're not someone that right. is like oh yeah I, you know I'm I'm on Facebook or oh yeah we commute like us we could do that because we got our group thread I'm pretty certain that between the four of us we are probably each of us individually at least have four group threads that we're a part of on some social media shit i know with us with three of us we got at least three between us between our gmail facebook and uh uh ig so that's just on that's that's just us right here on this podcast through three different platforms and then we've got other things right but imagine if you're 65 70 75 and you just weren't a part of this revolution if you yeah maybe maybe you got a Facebook account, but you hop on, read a couple of articles and look at your grandbabies from time to time. You're not accustomed to virtual interactions. You're used to going to bingo on Wednesday nights. And that was such a big thing for you. Right. And 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 going to church on Sundays and whatever like this is your life. Right. So it's it's, it's affecting all of us um, psychologically and emotionally. 
But there are some people where it's affecting them at a period where the structure of their lives, their routines is the very embodiment of uh, their 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 livelihood. Right. Because once you disrupt that. You disrupt something that's core to their survival. Right. You know well, what I, I mean? And and that's something that we don't I think can't. about. And sometimes. it's not affecting all of us, Isaac. Just one of the Oh, that's true. Put that that's in true. disclaimers. That's true. What do you mean? That's true. Because I've I've actually loved it. No, no, no. We are talking about single people who have no one living with them. Oh no, but he was just making a point that it has like effect, the isolation affected part. everyone. I'm right. talking about the right. isolation. I like, understand that, but you're not isolated alone either. If I was, I'd still be fine. You might. I'm and a that's loner, cool, and loners have to be alone. Trust me, I agree, and that's that's what I'm on. I mean, I'm alone in my apartment, and I have. I mean, my relationship is long distance, and I actually, you know, it has not negative negatively affected me as of yet. But I know that. It, first of all, it still could. We're only in, you know, week two of me being uh, at, sure. at home. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just don't want to. Um, no, I guess I want to speak to the people that are are feeling it. But I, I did come across some really funny tweets from uh, some single people who have spoken about the quarantine. One of my cousins is completely losing her motherfucking mind with her kids. Oh, geez. So, but I'm not talking to her right now. So. <laughs> <Okay>. Fuck it, because <laughs> she pissed but me honestly, off. I think there are people. So. But I, I do think there are people that like to be alone, though. So, oh, I'm sure they're usually not impacted by this, right? It's the people that they rely on other people to make them feel some type of way, right? Like it's just like the people that's like, I'm bored. It's like, bitch, you weren't going outside to begin with. <laughs> it's psychological for you, right? Like, remember when you were a kid and you just like, Mom, I'm bored or Dad, I'm bored. I, I want to do something. And it's like, they like pick up a book. No, nah, I don't want to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> and, definitely and, have but those people, people that, for sure. But people who like books are like, shit, this is a, actually a perfect time for me to knock out all the books I wanted to read. But that's, <laughs> that's not too, but it feels like an indictment on people who do get energy from other people. And I no, don't think no. that that's fair. Because no, no, I'm not saying it whether it's fair or not. But I'm saying there is people that actually are using this time wisely because they typically don't get it right. Like you have your introverts and extroverts, but you, extroverts, but you actually get people that they're okay with being an extrovert. I forgot what it's called, but they're more of an introvert. Ambivert. Yeah, they prefer their alone time right like there are some people that are that they they can do that but yet they feel like everyone's sucking all the life out of them and they enjoy i think think the difference though i know and i i agree but i think the difference though and this is actually what i talked about with my boss when i first relocated to arizona was i love being alone like it is legit one of my absolute favorite things it's another it's a different feeling, though, when you don't have a choice. Like, like you know, solitary confinement, for instance, we talked about that. Um, house arrest, things like that. Like, that sort of stuff isn't natural. So, like, when I have a choice of do I want to be in this club 
or do I want to spend my Friday night by myself and just, you know, watching a, a movie or, you know, FaceTime with my friends, I would much rather do the latter. But when you have to, it is, it's a mental, it's a mind fuck. It is different. And when you don't have the luxury of, oh, I could talk to my partner or I could just, you know, cuddle with them, which you may not do it most of the time because you've been together for 20 years or whatever the situation is, but you have that option. It's a different thing for some people when they, they, they simply cannot. So I, 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 I totally, I'm totally in agreement. We're saying the same thing. We're not. But what I, I'm saying I there mean, are certain people <laughs> that no, no, no. we're not. Uh-uh. enjoy no, no. this. No, no, no. You guys are saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, I I think that Omar was just pointing out the fact, like, like, like Casey was making a point, but I think that Omar, you are also making a point that while there are some people that are being uh, um, affected in a in a in an unfortunate or negative way, there are probably just as many people that are taking advantage of the opportunity oh, sure. and that are being affected positively exactly. because of the fact that and, and you know what I was speaking from described. a broader I was speaking from a no, broader perspective listen, not listen. a personal the 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 person that you was describing that was actually me which is so wild because I don't I, I haven't had the opportunity to work from home right like so my schedule is probably more busy now because I still have to go to work, and now I'm the nigga that's running all the errands for family and shit, right? Like for all the elders in my family. So I'm actually like, I feel streets. like my time, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But but luckily, thanks to the Lord, I think I caught Corona uh, early February anyway, right after tequila tails and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? So like that, I, if, if that was to happen. I could probably see that the Lord was like, yeah, I'm going to give it to you early so that I you can be the nigga to told you look eating. out for all your people. Your the, symptoms the wings feel like Chinese that's what spot. it was. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, because, yeah, them symptoms, when I be reading on it now, matter of fact, I just saw an article the other day where it was like, like, it's a lot of people that's feeling like they got that shit around November, December, yeah, that was January, thick. February, because yeah. we all like, yeah, that shit hit a little harder than, you know, and not even harder, but different. Like, for me, it didn't hit harder, but it hit different. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that till today, I don't still feel the effects of it, right? Like, and I'm talking about from a breathing space. I'm telling you, I am pretty certain that that's what I probably caught. And, and, and you, that's crazy to admit that shit. And the thing from is, from a breathing perspective. And it's been here since December, so you may have it's had It's been it. here. You may. And think about it, dog. Think about what was happening right, right when I caught it. It was the fucking all-star. You know what I'm saying? All them Could random ass niggas. Coming that shit into was the spreading. city, that shit probably was that shit spreading. Was spreading like dog. That shit was spreading. That shit was spreading. And thank it's God a, it's, it was it's cold. A lot of people that's got it. And thank God it was right. cold. So <laughs> right. a lot of people right. weren't out. Just right. the diehard right. people. Right. Just but the die it was hard. definitely some spreading going on. Had that I'm been in Atlanta you. or California? Yep. Yep. Man, I didn't even think about that. Because straight up, when it when it, I I'm telling you, I remember where I was when I. I was feeling cool. I just felt tired because it was after the tequila tails, but all of a sudden I just felt this this heaviness in my chest. And when it came on, I remember sitting there thinking to myself, oh, 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 this is going to be bad because I ain't never felt the flu roll on like this where I could just feel it like in the lung area, right? But I was in a situation where I had nothing popping off that weekend that I couldn't cancel. So I just, I slept. I drank a lot of orange juice 
I mean, and I, I sweat it, but I, it was not flu symptoms. It was something different. That's why I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, mm, but, I, I might have been carrying that Rona. But, didn't but honestly, it. Isaac, no virus is going to take you out. Definitely. Man. It's, What's going to take him out? Not, no virus would take Isaac out, man. It's, <laughs> he built like a guy, tank. Yeah, like you good, you good. Like trust he just me. he I'm, just drinks all the whiskey hey, and hey. has no hangover the next day. <laughs> the whiskey day. He eats he fried is. chicken all the time. Right, he be I've eating, eating healthy, goddamn it. Oh, y'all right. better stop it. Y'all better stop it. I, I made Blaine one time. You made Brussels sprouts one time, and you're like, listen, I am the uh, epitome of health. And asparagus, and I bought more. He, okay. he blackened the salmon. Now he's like, I'm a, a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pescatarian now. I'm a pescatarian, <laughs> even though I'm going to make this steak tonight. No, but a nigga been cooking, though. A nigga I, be, I be cooking. This bitch cooking. Okay. I say, I, cooking I say you need to stop. You, you don't need to worry about corona. Right. <laughs> that, that's the least of your worries. Right. Shit, Your buddy. worries are going to well, be somebody killing you on the And what's the crazy is, though, <laughs> and that's going to be, be my ass. Like, I'm going to just haul off and <laughs> stab this nigga one day. <laughs> or it's going to be one of our loyals going to find him and show up on I have head. been um, avoiding right. getting sick. Usually, I'm the first person to get sick. Like, my kids get sick, I'm sick. And my son has been sick mm. already. And they're like, my job... Everybody in that bitch was sick. Like when the World Health Organization had deemed that shit a global like um, health situation, everybody in my job was sick. The bitch next to me. And I'm just like, oh, I know I'm about to get sick. But I have been avoiding that shit. And it's been great. <laughs> it's been fucking I'm tell you, Brittany, I'm telling you, what I would do is I would keep sanitizing. People coughing. I would have sanitizer around me at yes. my desk. And I'm constantly using. Everyone's like, man, you obsessed with sanitizer. I'm like, because what are y'all going to die? Like, what are y'all going to die? And I don't want to go with you. I don't want to go with right, you. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, y'all. You're going on this one alone. This is all you, player. I'm going to yeah. be over here because y'all are yeah. nasty and y'all don't cover your mouth. Right. But I've been um, looking into things to help people that either were trying to be dating or... Mm. Um, are still trying to date during this pandemic. So uh, this should be good. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm intrigued. Right. So first off, I I did find an article about you know how to be single in times of a pandemic. So you know it says that we're reluctant to reach out to an old fling to try to to ignite things again. Who knows where they've been lately? We don't want to find out. As everybody seems to be doing the most with. Uh, doing with most, if not all aspects of their lives, we're putting our dating life on hold indefinitely. So we're wondering how long it'll take until we go out again, hug someone again, have someone over again without feeling wildly irresponsible. Hugging and kissing now feels like having sex without a condom. Um, dangerous, Facts. forbidden, <laughs> reckless. Right. And we've never wanted right. anything. Like we can fuck, but breathe like don't breathe. <laughs> right. Only doggy style. That's all we allowed to do. You don't even need a condom. I don't care about that shit. Just, right. just, just don't breathe on me. I don't need no droplets. Right. Um, Neither one of us on this podcast is a doctor. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Nobody on this podcast. Nobody. Uh, and, and we've never wanted anything so badly, although this might be a horrible analogy since protected sex is still protected or is still sex. And they have yet to invent a condom for kissing. In parentheses, please don't That's invent gross. a condom for kissing. So 
<laughs> right. That's fucking terrible. Um, but there was a relationship expert that I read um, some tips that she provided to um, that single people. I mean, I think some of this stuff we all should be doing, especially during this period, but some of it could be helpful and it may not be applicable right now. But, you know, in, in several weeks, if you're starting to feel some uh, depression or isolation or things like that, um, feel free to refer back to this. So Number one, journal every single morning. It's important to see your emotional space on paper. Question number two, question the thoughts that you put on paper. Are they true? How legitimate is are the things that you're thinking either about yourself or about sort of I'll never find someone. This is never going to end that kind of shit. Number three, don't dump all your thoughts on social media. Um, number four, be careful on dating apps. So it's okay to be on dating apps right now, uh, but there's a lot of predatory behavior that's taking place. Yes. You also don't want to start a relationship where someone is trying to quote, rescue you or you're trying to rescue them. Can't save her. She don't want to be saved. She don't want to be saved. And you also (laughs) don't want to start a relationship based in trauma. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, number five, go that's, out. That's oh, wait a minute. Wait like a minute. Wait a minute. Deep. Right. Uh, no, yeah, it's deep, but they do it in basically every action movie that we've seen. <laughs> <in the last laughs> that like is years, so right? true. Every time they like, don't they do that shit? They like, oh, we meet each other, right? And then they start fucking. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. Let me make certain that the timeline. Y'all just met like three days <laughs> right, ago. Right. We probably right? shouldn't. Oh, okay. Do now y'all gonna get married? Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. right. Yeah. You're happily right. ever after because exactly. the Transformers. Beat the Decepticons and now we gotta fuck. Okay. We're, we're gonna uh, kiss sorry, while go they're ahead. fighting Trans- above us. Like, beat the Decepticons. <laughs> now He's we such a fuck. fucking nerd. You know Ike is a nerd. He gonna nerd out. Oh, the Autobots, right? The Autobots for the nerds. The Autobots beat the Decepticons. Right. You know what I'm uh, number five, go outside, go for walks, immerse yourself in nature as much as you can. And number six, the best way to come out of this is to take time to adjust your bad habits and negative patterns and create new ones. Um, kind of like what Omar was alluding to people using their time wisely during this period. Um, you know, obviously not, not focusing on the fact that you might be alone and then, you know, reaching out to other people, just, we have so much technology right now that there is no reason for you not to reach out to people and let them know like, bitch, we need a a happy hour day and we need to watch a movie together because you can do all of those things. So, um, so, yeah, so those are just some of the, the tips that I came across when I was reading through some of these things. So, basically, it's like, imagine yourself being on a show, Love is Blind. You're dating okay. this person, but you can't see them unless you get <laughs> on some kind of web conference. But, speaking of the uh, the web conference apps, I think if I think that could be a great way to date. Right? For Let's sure. Let's say you meet someone you're interested in and you guys get to know each other and you log in on a certain time. I think it's cute, right? It's like the video chat room from back in the day. And you schedule these dates or whatever and you can order food and you can have your wine and you can get to know each other. And it also keeps you from doing something you don't want to do, right? Word. Which is sleep, sleep with someone that just wanted to hook up with mm. you or someone you didn't want to sleep with. You can actually take this time to get to know the person, which wow. we typically like don't that. do, right? Like you can Uh-oh. take people that out. Is, that is so fucking interesting, right? Because see, I've been, I'm not going to say I've been looking for it because 
anyway, my whole life has been different. All of our lives have been upended. Mine has, but just in a different way. Um, I really haven't had much time to think about Corona or to watch the, you know, news, things of that nature. So what was crazy is even as we've been talking, you guys have been educating. That's what I was going to say earlier. It's like, even I'm supposed to be the know-it-all, like y'all have been putting me on to some of the specifics that I have not just had the liberty to be able to consume because of the, just the pacing of my day. Omar, I never even thought about that shit right there, right? Like I've, I've, I've looked at, and I've said from the jump, cause I've known it, that this is going to change society in some pivotal ways. It's gonna, it's gonna reshuffle the deck is, is what I said yes. last week. Right. Um, and I, I, you know, we're aware of the death toll. We're aware of the infection rates. We're aware of the recovery rates, all that stuff. But we don't see the other ways that it could potentially augment society, right? There's always going to be pros and cons to anything that occurs. I never thought about that. Oh, I never thought about the fact that if you are single and you are on this platform, some people are so much busybodies that they don't take the time to slow down and communicate with someone and get to know them, right? And this period for a lot of people is potentially providing that opportunity, right? right. Like where it's like we have, because I ain't, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, I think I'm cute. Some some people even call me fine in my day. I, you know, I think <laughs> you're damn handsome, handsome. Okay, you know, damn well, thank handsome. you, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, but 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 I I've I've known from the jump that like if if I'm going vibe with a woman, if if we going really connect, it's gonna be after we have that conversation, right? Like that first real ass conversation. That's that's when the light bulb is gonna go off for her. Like oh shit, okay. Like, oh, I see the way you think. Oh, you you know, you kind of funny or just whatever, right? Like, and so, damn, this is going to be a come up for a lot of people, right? Like, who maybe weren't the, like, like I had to learn the other shit, right? The other smooth shit to be able to be like, all right, now we go out on the date, we do that. Because most people don't want to keep it virtual like that. You know what I'm saying? So I had to become ambidextrous, for lack of a better word. But for some people that weren't given the opportunity that I was, that that stayed in that mental space, great conversationalist, mentally engaging, man, they coming up. As a matter of fact, oh, it's almost like that um, that short movie that you showed me with the guy who was, um, what was he? Uh, he stuttered. And he developed the online relationship with the woman. It's a dope ass uh, short story that, uh, oh, not short story, short movie or independent movie. Stutterer, stutterer, and it's called the Stutterer. Man, y'all, it's it's about eleven, twelve minutes. It's really fucking good. It's almost a tearjerker, right? Like, really intriguing concept, you know. I don't want to spoil it, but I I will just a little bit. It's based upon the guy that he stutters uh, very bad. And so you see what the life is of a person who is inflicted with this um, with this with this situation. And um, he falls in love with a woman online and she wants to meet in person. And so it kind of walks you through that whole paradigm. And it was just very 
intriguing or whatever but to parallel that to this right like he was winning online he was winning online and he was concerned about how their in-person interactions because he's incredibly witty very sharp but he just stuttered right and so i first off i thought that the movie was dope because i was like who would have thought to have done that but on the back end like as it relates to this like there are a lot of people who you know they they're not the club people they're not the lounge people they're not the oh i'm gonna approach you oh i see you sitting over there at this business conference oh my god i think she's drop dead gorgeous let me go over and make her crack up and laugh or whatever right like like omar has that gift he has that gift he knows how to engage people uh very well like that right like omar and and do, i'm sorry to cut you off i do you mm-hmm. omar yeah, do you remember what I'm when you were like <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, i'm joking uh when you were like giving advice on like how to develop your your um right. your skills on like uh making conversation and basically hotel bars were awesome because you could make conversation with strangers and you know, you you don't have to like be best friends with them, but you know those people are coming in and out. People are more open to being chatty and stuff like that. Um, do you think that there is a a way to develop that same type of skill in a virtual way? Because now <laughs> people are having to figure it out. Like you got to be interesting, and if you ain't interesting and you trying to date online right now, you better work it out. Thank you for laughing, Brittany. Absolutely, absolutely, and I don't want to cut. Uh, Isaac off but no no this is you think think about it like this what is everyone in America talking about Tiger King right (laughs) (laughs) so let's say I knew he was or Love is Blind one of the two shit or Love is Blind right you watch something that's trendy or Keeping Up with the Kardashians not that shit that shit's (laughs) no you gotta what you gotta do is you have to find something that's everyone's talking about because the first step and a great conversation is connection. And you have to do that right off the bat. If you're a lawyer and you're like, oh, I'm going to go and talk to this person, this this man about law, he may not be interested in law. And you can't, you don't want to bring up politics because it, it's, it could easily divide the two of you. But one thing, one thing we can all agree on is that Tiger King is popular right now. And so you engage that person in conversation. You like, hey, I watched this crazy show the other day called Tiger King. You kick off the conversation just like that. And I just want to know, do you think he did it? Or you pose a question from it. Right. And they're like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Well, you have to see it. And you give them a little bit of subtext to it. Now you build the conversation. Because... One, even if they haven't seen it, they know about it. They've seen the memes, they heard about it. Right, unless now they're living under a rock. Conversa- right, they're, they're, now they're engaged in a conversation they want to know more. Or a healthcare worker, how about that? Okay. <laughs> how do they have time they busy. to, to Exactly, right they're now. busy saving fucking lives. Well, they're busy saving lives. And they might say okay. that, right? And just say, sure. hey, you're out there saving lives. I get it, and if you ever want to, like, something, a wind down... 
and see how worse watch things Tiger could be. King. Man. <laughs> I need you to watch Tiger Somebody King. Somebody said it's like watching Jerry Springer. <laughs> I saw that. No, he said, he said wait, wait, wait. That's wait, really oh, good. That's really good. Hey, oh, would you say, once this conspiracy is over, uh, if you ever want to <laughs> get back. To- <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I love that. Once this conspiracy has passed. I, I know you ain't had time to watch it, but once I know the conspiracy you, has passed. I, don't, I, I know you may not be in a conspiracies, but <laughs> there's definitely a conspiracy around Joe Exotic. Oh my god, that's so damn silly. So, but but to go back, like I think so. I'll tell people what what I do, right? Like Isaac, seen me do this. I do hot topics, right? I take whatever's trending, and that's how I start conversation. So if I walk up to you know what I mean, a group of women, I may just throw some. Throw something out there very profound. Like, hey, so question, are we kneeling or standing? Oh, my right? God. <laughs> and you will do this, and it'll be a multicultural-ass group of people, and it's like, really? Oh, that's what we're going to do? Right here gonna on throw the that shit out right here. <laughs> on okay. the fly? Okay. <laughs> okay. I, know, I know 60% of this room is Trump supporters, minimally, and that's in Chicago, and right, that's where we right. start. All right, my nigga. Let's have at it. Here we go. Let's let's so, let's get it. <laughs> this is this is dating, but I'm gonna tell you like the the you have to walk a fine line, right? Because it's you have to be careful not to insert your opinion. You just want to insert the topic to create dialogue, right? To create energy and conversation. Because a lot of people don't know how to start conversations. Yeah. I think that's the biggest challenge. Like it everyone's is. interesting. Everyone has a story to tell. Right. Everyone wants to be heard. You just have to find a way to be the bridge to start the conversation. And I think that is the best dating advice is starting a conversation, not a controversial one, right? That yeah. is for the expert level. <laughs> so in other words, that's don't say, level. do you believe black lives matter? <laughs> you saying that that's You're one of the expert that level. <laughs> that's expert level, right? You, you got to get some practice. You, you probably you ain't ready for, for the response. <laughs> Stick with Tiger that's King. Good. Stick that's with Tiger good. King. That's it's good. a universal. Advice, oh. It's a universal topic. Good advice. Good advice. Oh, I'm not even gonna lie, because I laughed at Casey. I'm like, oh, okay, you gonna throw the dating question to to, to Omar <laughs> and not Mr. Tequila? Omar be having them gems, <laughs> and you know, it sometimes it just be some simple ass shit. That it's very oh, that was that was rock solid. That was no. that but was to a really but to Omar's point, response. I did to Omar's point, I did read something which is very very important, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But we have to, I think, we collectively need to make it a point to not let it get to the, to this. So, millennials are the loneliest generation on record. Nearly half of all millennials claim to have no close friends, which is fucking wild Mm. to me. Uh, Millennials are isolated from one another, valuing screen time over FaceTime and preferring thousands of virtual acquaintances over a handful of true friends. Boomers and Gen Xers aren't doing much better when it comes to engaging in meaningful relationships. And we're in the midst of a loneliness epidemic and calls for social distancing related to minimizing risks of contracting the virus are not going to do anything to counter the increasing perils of loneliness and isolation. So I just want to make certain that, you know, we we do our part to to try and continue to engage with each other. And, you know, if that means a lot of FaceTime, you know, 
Google chat, whatever it is, this video, do it. Like make it a point to do it all the time because that's fucking scary. Like we're we're it gonna is, come out, we gonna come to out of this different. I, yeah, but but here's what's crazy though is you know we we because everything you just said right great advice, but you said Google chat and FaceTime. And I work with individuals daily that have no idea what the fuck that is, right? Thanks. And so if they have no idea what that is, then that means that there's there's two things we can pull from it. One, they probably um, have not also received all of the information the same way that we have in terms of the quickness and the efficiency and just being able to have it repeated to even know, like, Oh, yeah, this shit means something, social distancing, X, Y, and Z. But then also it means that, um, like, those individuals that may have received the information also may not have the means of connecting with other people, right? And so it's like, for those of us that want to be quote unquote responsible, we have the bridge of our virtual worlds because we've been we've been primed for this. Whether or not we want to admit it, <clears throat> we've been primed for this shit for the last like 10, 15 years plus. Right. Dating back to Black Planet and Friendster and fucking, uh, uh, you know, MySpace and now Facebook, which has become universally accepted and everything and then Twitter and, and Instagram like so we've already bridged our physical world in a virtual way there's still a segment of society that has not had this evolution yet right and so it makes you question you know what's going to happen to that to, to 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 that group of individuals right and again it, it sounds like conspiracy theory because conspiracy theory makes you think that there's a big boogeyman that's controlling this. It may not be a big boogeyman, but it's just an indication that this is where society is migrating. And so to the point that Omar was saying earlier, as it relates to like, there's going to be a whole segment of society that pretty much is, you know, extricated more or less. Right. So maybe it's not just purely the old. It could be whether it's by blood type or whether it's by, you know, um, you know, age or if it's by their social habits. Right. Because this this pandemic is is more easily um, managed by probably a pure introvert than a pure extrovert. And it is primarily because their entire lives have been built off of a different chassis, right? Like, imagine if there was some type of pandemic that was like, you can't be in your house more than four hours a day, right? Like, I don't even know what that thing is. But just imagine a pandemic that says, now it's the flip. We all got to be out in air and interacting with one another in order to survive. And imagine how perilous that, that is for the introvert. would be in the middle right? of January in Chicago, people just losing their damn You feel body. what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, so it's like different things happen that can affect different subsets of the population in very profound ways. And then in other people, 
it won't touch them at all. Because I was talking to my parents, man, their lives ain't changed a fucking bit. It's probably improved because now my mother hasn't been traveling as much because the major- as an international flight attendant, the majority of all her shit has been canceled, right? And her and my dad have been homebodies. The, the the most they would do was go to a restaurant. But they've been living in that house. When I say they've been preparing for this moment for the last decade, right? They ain't noticed no different. They can still go to the grocery store. Now it's just easier to navigate. Right? Your parents sound exactly like <laughs> me. <fuck> <laughs> Y'all right. are the same person. Right. We're the right. same Omar, Omar, Omar's not salty that the St. Patty's Day, Day party got fucking canceled. Because niggas don't be swarming so his all. apartment. Because he so wasn't going to be there. <laughs> if anything, right, he saved money. Now now he ain't got niggas over his crib drinking up all his alcohol. Asked him to put some green shit, shit in his beer just so he could feel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. I'm tell you. Good. Someone asked me how I was dealing with it. I said, dealing with what? you're not being able to go out i was like like i was going out before like <laughs> he's like i didn't I like, like it this is just me not having to cancel on you bitches Look, and here's the this thing, is also guys. me not having to come up with an excuse as to why i don't want you over here right and you and let me tell you something i've i don't know if i'm a doomsday preparer but i gotta tell <laughs> you the truth is i have every app for streaming even yeah. f- I even stream Facebook to my TV, right? Like, <laughs> I'm hitting every show. I streamed show. church this morning. Hello. Like, listen. Yeah. I, I, you better get that word. I've, I've been. Listen, I need it all. Listen, I've been reading. <laughs> I've been reading. I've been working on several different projects that I never had the time to get to. So, I don't have distractions, but. The only distraction I have is from people that are bored. That's like, hey, do you want to FaceTime? Hey, do you want to jump on this? I'm like, listen, they absolutely may need no. it. They may need you, it from you. Listen, oh, you are a vessel. We, okay. Listen, we didn't talk that much before. That, and now I'm hearing from you every right. day. I'm hearing from you every day. Every day. Like, just knock it like out we one talk time. That much. Knock it out one time. Oh, Listen, just give the people what time. they want. Give them it's what not, they want. No, I did it once. Next thing you know, it's like follow up call the next day. Follow up call the next day, I, and I just stop answering. Like, come on, like you need to go find something to do. But or reconnecting some other friends, with niggas probably. you don't talk to like that—that that ain't it. Like that's what they say you're supposed to do. Connect with people no, that listen, you haven't I get in it. a while. I I get it. I get it that people, some people, right, they may feel isolated and alone, but I should not be your first, second, and third call. Like, we're, you got family. <laughs> we're not that close. And I'm, I'm not talking right. about, like, people I'm close with. Like, you know, like the people on this podcast or immediate family. I'm talking about people I haven't talked to in years. Right, and they right. just like, hey, let's strike up this relationship, and I'm like, that ain't <laughs> it. That, that ain't, ain't it for it. me, yo. There's other That's people so who can bad. hit. Listen, listen. Oh, let me tell you something, man. I don't know what's happening right now in my world. My world is very unique and very different because something else that's very strange. Just even thinking about it now, to hear you saying that is my phone has not been blowing up. Not either. I'm the nigga. I'm the nigga that people know you can get a fucking 
two, three, four hour conversation out of. But it's almost like my phone is not blowing up. And, and that's been glorious because, again, I I do not even have the time to talk. Like I'm one of those few people that don't have the time to be bored because I've, I've been working harder exactly. than I normally am. Right. And that's and why so you it's, my it's, nigga. It's that's why you my nigga. That I'm just like. Shit, that's why you my like, guy. Because I know. We're not going to be sitting around bored. We nah, always we complain about not having here. enough time. Enough time. We complain yeah, about man. not having enough time. Yeah. And you still working. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm like. You bored. You're not bored. You just not motivated. Mm. Like, mm. it's plenty of shit to do. I, 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 don't, I think I told you this story. I remember uh, when not PNC Bank, this is before PNC bought. National City Bank, and I was calling the president, CEO of National City Bank for a favor. And me being ignorant, I called him and said, hey, are you busy? And his response was, Omar, even people with nothing to do are busy. What do you need? Right? And that stood out to me because I'm like, yeah, like you prioritize what you want to do. But if you bored, that means you need to find something to, to do and it's not to Man. bother people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yo, if, if I, I'm listen. sitting here on my couch and I'm watching Netflix, that's not me being busy. Right. I'm, but it's but you're doing something that you wanted to invest your time in. Exactly. Right. It don't it, it doesn't mean that your time doesn't have value just because you're not busy. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and anytime I see on on uh social media people saying they're bored, I don't I'm not even the person to go in on the comment. I just let people say it. But and when I look at that, I'm like, man, I don't even say must be nice. I just say to myself, I cannot remember the last time I was bored since Man. I had teen. Yeah, I ain't been bored since I was long since, since my age had teen behind it. It was something teen because from the moment that I made a decision to go after my goals and what it was that I wanted in life, there was always somewhere in the back of my mind something that I knew I could or should be doing at that point. Right. So when I was doing music, I should be making beats. I should be writing. I should be designing a website. Like there's always been something that it, it ain't like something to do. You just said always it. Something you just to said do. something that was profound. It's always you're not bored. Do. You just don't have any goals. Right. That's no that's goals. a fact. Yes. Like you're not no bored. Goals. You just don't have any goals. You got the internet out there. You trying to tell me during this period, and and everybody has access to this shit. I got a, I got, a, I got a text message. It felt great, but it also felt like a jab in the in the gut. It was Verizon letting me know, oh, we're giving you an additional fifteen gigabytes. Right, I got that. Message. Now I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Now they didn't tell me if it was hitting my hotspot or if it was hitting. <laughs> but I wanted to let them know. Uh, thank you, but uh, okay, because I'm I'm on the supreme package that y'all got right now that costs a little bit more, where I get more than the little fifteen gigabytes of allotted. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm already Gucci, but I was like, but shit, that's I I felt good to know that they're doing that for people, right? And I'm like. So how many people are going to use this to stream music? How many people are going to use this to stream 
the Irishman a couple of times and how many people are going to mm. be like, man, let me go ahead and stream some YouTube videos, some how-to YouTube videos in, in, in 480, you know, fucking resolution so that you can just watch them shits all day, right? Now you got the time. Now you got the time, like you said earlier, oh, you got the time that you've been saying you wanted for forever. You got that shit right now, dog. And for those of us that work at certain positions where our salaries are still being afforded at this period, why would you not take advantage of this, right? Instead, we sharing memes or watching CNN and Fox News and being mortified. And when we come up out of this, we're going to realize, yeah, that was for real, but it wasn't the doomsday plague like we all thought it was going to be. All right, where are we at right now? You got to change your the mindset. The economy is going to be in a different space. So you may not be in the space where you're you're winning, but did you position yourself? Did you realize that the deck was being shuffled and now you had a position to like man that's why that's why i give uh uh i got props oh like you know i'll be wanting to roast him a little bit but the fact that he took that little coding class and shit online i I was actually i'm actually very impressed i was like i ain't gonna give him the accolades up front because then he'll think that's that's enough if that's true exactly right so that's why i'm like we'll see you know what right this see See, this right, period is right. going to show yeah, people <laughs> who who they stop really are. Stop it, right? stop like, it, because I already know. Because you could have been doing that going. before the, this. You could have. Right. You, now, he could have. He could have. But That but shit was maybe, already free, he's, bro. Like, this, but maybe, this is a new and, and, information. And it was. So, but if that was for let real. Me, let me, and, let me and course correct. Board, cause I want to course I wanna correct. See, I want I want to see if, if that's some real shit. Because I'm going to tell you, we're going to course correct right now, right? Because mm. what we're not going to do as people, especially black people, is say we're bored. You black. You don't have the luxury to be bored. The luxury. That is <laughs> a word. You. Right. That, you, that, you don't. That, that okay. is. Your ass ain't bored. You're lazy. Mm. Bored means lazy. There's a million things for your black ass to do right now. And you should be doing them, right? We all have ideas. These, if, if you bored, you got all these ideas, go do the research right now. Now you have the time. Most, most people aren't, a lot of people don't even have jobs right now. And some people have jobs they don't even want to be in right now. Right? right? So if you're in one of those two buckets... This is your glory moment. How you come you out go. of glory this moment. will show what type of person you are. Thank you. Because Thank you. Thank you. I have plenty of dreams. I have plenty of ideas I want to do. And I've been spending this time still working. You have. But because I don't have a commute now, I don't have to attend as many meetings Bullshit ass meetings that they was putting on your goddamn schedule. <laughs> Dude, I still get yo, a ton of meetings. Yo, I still do uh, like do three you, meetings a uh, day. Stop it. Are you serious? They still got yeah. your shit looking Man, like she, Christmas. Yeah, yo, I still Omar's meetings. Omar's calendar. I saw his calendar. His shit looks like Christmas. Dude, that, that shit looks disgusting. It's it's their meetings. It's segmented. It's like it's like meetings overlap. It's like nigga, how how are you in two meetings at the same time? Here's the thing. <laughs> there are meetings that could have been an email. Right? Always. But now because of this, email. but because of this, people want to meet even more now. Yeah, uh, I can see that. So it makes it worse. But 
to that's, make that's, them feel like they're accomplishing right or but, just connecting but, but that uh-uh. but outside of that case i am working on so much Take shit board, casey <laughs> i'm working on so much shit i'm reading more i've been doing way more now because now i actually have the time to focus so mm. the thing is if you're not using your time wisely you're losing it because time right. is something you'll never get back if you're saying you're bored you don't understand how time works mm. because what next thing you know you look up and you are back to working a minimum wage job or you're back and you on the hamster wheel again exactly where you can't think and, and man thank you and, and that's why i was like the universe just had a different plan for me right now and that and that's why i was like you know a friend of mine was just like well you know like like be be cautious the way you say like yeah unfortunately i couldn't work from home and i was like you know what you're right you know what i'm saying because i do see that there are benefits in being able to still you know move but like in your mind stay oh i was thinking about the laundry list of shit that i haven't always been able to do and I was like, that would have been a perfect time for me to execute it, right? But I get it. We all in, you know, different spaces. But to your point, though, yes, take advantage of this time. And it's like, it's not even saying that, like, oh, this is glorious. It's like, no, we would much rather not be in a pandemic. But it's also saying that in in all elements of life, there's going to be benefits and there's going to be drawbacks right like and so while this has been such a disruptor even for me personally you know one one benefit that i can have is i'm eating a lot healthier right like like i'm starting to cook and i've always said i wanted to cook but i just i quote unquote didn't have the time right but now life is like nah nigga you know fuck your time like you 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 can't go out to the restaurant to go meet with this you know potential business opportunity or just whatever or or go and be social and eat at a restaurant like no now you got to get back into cooking and so it's been fun it's been fun like I've like like man my adjustment has been very unique on a personal level now I've I've been sensitive and I've recognized the way that it affects other people and and so I I've I've been very sensitive to that, but at the same time, I I do not downplay that for a selective amount of us. This also is an opportunity if we can bend our minds to take advantage well, of it. So I'm I'm in agreement. Before with you totally. before I turn it back over to you, um, to you know, do your opinion. Um, couple things. Number one. Uh, we're going to continue to deliver content and try to keep you as entertained as possible during this period. So if you need some content, we have seven years worth of it. Um, Has it been seven years? My nigga. Not not on the podcast. I probably have hair when it started. (laughs) Not... <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Tequila tail. She talking about tequila tail. But, but the podcast, man, we had like what four of them? Oh yeah, see? but like with tequila tails, yeah, we, we got videos on our YouTube channel. Like we have stuff so far back that and a whole yeah, lot more please, shit that please feel free seeing. to siphon through that if you just need to laugh at some shit and make you feel good. Um, but so these tweets I came across. Um, 
Oh shit! That was the initial yes, point. That but you they were, were kind of funny, and I thought, oh, these we people are like looking on the bright side. So I just wanted to leave this with you, and then I'll uh, I'll turn it over to Ike for uh, his opinion. So this woman said, "I'm a single woman in her 30s in LA. I already live in quarantine." <laughs> Um, this other one said me you know i think i might be ready to try dating again the universe said yeah hold my beer and then the coronavirus and social distancing is practiced indefinitely and she goes okay touche never mind um being single during a nationwide quarantine sure hits different in 2019 i was lonely and single in 2020 i'm social distancing and self-partnered haven't got a single quarantine text from an ex. Gotta ex- got to assume they all died, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, and then this last one, who else is self-quarantining alone? I'm this close to naming a volleyball. Mm. Tom <laughs> Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes. Right. All right. right, Ike. Do you have an opinion for us tonight? I do. I do. And I alluded to it earlier. I'll try to keep this as brief as possible um, because we kind of touched on it. And it, it's something that has touched me personally. And I've said it openly, you know, in the last podcast and in this one that I've been one of those rare breeds where my life has not um, altered dramatically from from the course it was already on in 2020. Now, in 2019, I was very active. Um, same way in 2018, just like going to a lot of social functions, you know, doing the shows, doing a lot of things. 2020 came in with a different tone from jump now we started doing the live show again but i just it was just a different social space right like i started noticing that the universe was distancing some rather close friendships like away and it was it was it was kind of weird and you know there was a moment where i was like well do i fight for it am i being a shitty friend you know but i just knew that you know, life was was trying to ramp up and then this shit hits. Right. So I kind of I kind of got that. And so I'm an extrovert. I'm 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 probably what they would classify in, as an extrovert. But 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 I'm I'm actually more like what Omar was saying earlier. I'm more like an ambivert, which is where you you kind of are both evenly because I love fucking love my long time. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Like I enjoy being at the crib, not doing nothing. And in most cases, that comes on the weekends because if I'm being social or doing all this other stuff throughout the week, when it comes to the weekends, I just want to just sleep and rest and relax and just unplug, right? So I, I get an opportunity to appreciate both worlds. But I understand how the extrovert's mind works. And... One of the things that I've been realizing is happening during this period that I think we just all need to be a little bit more socially aware of is people having more compassion with what extroverts are experiencing right now. Right. And I think that sometimes we look at extroverts as, oh, well, they got it all under control because that's what it feels like. It feels like an extrovert is under control. Right. Even when I saw the memes prior to Corona, it always felt like extra. It it always felt like extroverts were the red headed stepchildren. Right. And that the ex that I mean, introverts were the red headed step stepchildren and the introverts. I mean, the extroverts were the ones that were in control. 
right? Like they were always the ones that were on top of shit. And people don't understand that the differences between an extrovert and an introvert has nothing to do with confidence or quality of life or happiness. It's all about how you receive your energy. An introvert generally derives their energy from time spent alone. That's how they recharge their battery. Extroverts, they're the opposite. They need to be around people. People are what charge their batteries, right? And so when we get into this space, I started seeing some of my friends, like, just being very condescending about the movements that individuals make. Well, y'all just, you know, we going to be on this if y'all don't do that. And, man, y'all do. And and it just, I can't even, art, like, repeat verbatim what it was that they were saying. But I knew the tone. The tone was very judgmental. The tone was very matter-of-factly. Like, well, how dare you all? You all are being irresponsible. And I'm like, no, they're not being irresponsible. They need fucking air. They need fucking air, right? If a person was suffocating and they're grabbing for something, they're drowning and they're swimming and their hands are flailing all over the place and they're trying to breathe do you say man that person is being extra or do you say that person is trying to survive that person is trying to find a lifeline so that they can still feel alive because just because your ass has prepared your entire life to being quarantined and to social distancing yourself from people doesn't mean that the other half of society should be able to easily adapt that shit the same way that we won't ask you to stand in front of an audience of three four hundred people and deliver a presentation the same way you felt like you was about to die when they asked you to stand up in front of the meeting and give the presentation for 10 people is the same way that the extrovert feels when they are being asked to self-quarantine themselves in their one-bedroom apartment when 95 percent of their life is spent outside of here y'all this shit feels like death to some people it feels like death to some people. And so while we're busy ridiculing and castigating individuals that are having their little sneak meetings and, yeah, this person got corona because he celebrated his anniversary and he had a party with less than 10 people. Was it irresponsible? Yes, it was. But can you fucking understand it? I hope you would. I hope you would understand it the same way you would if a person was starving and they had three kids at the crib that hadn't eaten and they stole a loaf of bread and some bologna. I hope you wouldn't want to throw their ass in jail and, you know, castigate them because they were trying to feed their children. They were trying to survive. Everyone that's having these one-on-one interactions or they just need to meet someone and feel this energy aren't trying to perpetuate corona. They aren't trying to accelerate the curve. They're trying to survive the same way that that individual sold drugs so that they could survive because they didn't see another option. The same way that that person, you know, maybe worked at a job that they didn't think was, you know, scripturally sound because they were trying to afford their way through some endeavor, right? I didn't want to say stripper, you know, paying their way through college because, you know, we be knowing this bullshit. But nonetheless, the point that I'm making is 
we are all in a space where we are trying to figure this shit out, right? And the only way when we talk about doing it together, it means also showing compassion. It means also showing compassion that someone else is potentially experiencing something that's much more dramatic than you are, right? You know, because the 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 same gentleman that made that point that I was talking about that was castigating all the other people that was, you know, meeting and this that and the third it's like dude you got three or four kids you got a wife you got a whole home in houston and a fucking pool because a couple of posts after that you let us know how much you fucking love watching your children swim in the pool and have a good time so are you humble stunting right now because you can't be um you know uh can't even think of the word i'm looking for right now but you can't you can't you can't be holier than thou Right. And then simultaneously do like a sneak stunt on a nigga, a humble brag like that's bullshit, bro. Like, yeah, it's easier for you to socially distance yourself because, nigga, your everyday life revolves around eight people, six people, that single individual who also interacted with dozens of people has now his life her life went from going 95 miles an hour to five miles an hour, right? And you're basically saying, oh, just be cool with that. Oh, just tough it out. Oh, okay. Just, I'm saying that if you can't understand this right now, if you can't show compassion right now, just remember that shit the next time that you're going through something that makes you feel like a fish out of water and you're hoping that someone can show you some understanding or some consideration or some compassion, right? Because that's bullshit. I watched a video the other day of a grandmom who had to have people basically do a drive-by wishing her a happy birthday. And this woman was a senior citizen. And you trying to tell me that in her golden years, she don't want to give them babies a hug? She probably is like, fuck Corona. If I got to die to give my babies a hug, go ahead and let me go and catch that Corona. Right? Because that's how real shit is for her right now. You know what I'm saying? And this is pivotal to me because I'm watching my grandfather go through something that's similar. I'm watching my grandfather go from a pacing of 75 miles an hour, right, to 10 miles an hour, to five miles an hour. And it's dramatically affecting him. It's dramatically affecting his pacing. You know what I'm saying? The things that he normally would do, 90 to 95% of his world, his structure, his consistency has been diminished And I've had to watch this gentleman age 15 years in two weeks. Y'all think I give a fuck about Corona right now? Y'all really think I am concerned about whether or not he catches something, right? I'm concerned that he's about to die of depression. I'm concerned that he's about to die of his entire life being upended right now because This is affecting him in a way that has nothing to do with the virus. Now, I'm not saying he should be allowed to go out there and be irresponsible or be. Yeah, irresponsible. I'm saying that us as individuals who are not encountering the same thing need to at least be a little more sensitive that just because it's easy for you to self-quarantine 
just because your life is not affected by it does not mean that the other end of society, that this isn't detrimental, that this may be something that takes them over the brink where they can't come back from. Right. Because they live in an isolated environment that doesn't provide the same types of amenities and, you know, assurities that your environment does. I just want you guys to be more sensitive to that. Right. Like, yeah, we can still push that everybody does what it is that they need to do. But but, you know, we all been using these type of terminologies. Oh, we all got to, you know, get through it together. But we all say we got to get through it together until you're being asked to sacrifice your state of mind as it relates to how this is affecting other people. And this is emotionally, financially, mentally and spiritually. Right. But that is my opinion. And I could be wrong. Well, thank you for that, Ike. We uh, really appreciate your opinion. You seem very um, passionate for the extrovert. So uh, we want to thank you for being their advocate. (laughs) We appreciate your work. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My goodness. Um, So, okay, guys, I want to just, you know, of course, thank you guys for tuning in. We always appreciate the love and the support. It's always, um, it's what keeps us going, you know, every, the, the glimmer in every one of you, every, every one of your eyes, you know, every one of your comments, all that matters. So we want to um, constantly show our, you know, just how grateful we are for having you guys as fans of the show. And I want to kind of bring some attention to something new that we're kind of moving to. Um, we are, since we, you know, quarantine bay now, um, we are going to be moving to what we are titling T3 Happy Hour. It's um, a watch party um, at 430 Central Standard Time um, every Wednesday through Friday. On Wednesdays, you'll get the um, brand new episode, which um, we will probably be moving to releasing and recording uh, more frequently since we will um be be home these days okay um and then um thursday and friday will be um some additional treats for you guys but this is where you will be able to get the brand new episode live um kind of live like but you'll get the brand new episode first before it's posted to any of the other um outlets and it's an opportunity to kind of have a live discussion amongst everyone who is watching at that time and um at times you will have um, either um, Casey or Isaac or Omar or myself chime in just to see kind of whether um, how you guys are doing, how you guys are enjoying and if you guys have any anything that we can kind of chime in on just to kind of add some perspective. So this should be fun. This should be something that um, will help keep us all kind of um, busy, especially for those of us who are single and are looking for some new people to talk to and communicate with and just um, be able to reach out to um, others who are not on your timeline that you are so used to seeing and so used to um, communicating with on a daily. So this will definitely help expand that reach for my extroverted single folks out there who we need to check on because Casey is worried about you guys. Okay. Shut your ass. So, um, <laughs> don't come at me. 
I'm just saying, Casey's <laughs> worried about you. Shots right. fired. So, I care about my um, listeners. Y'all be hating. You Look, do not say that it's not us caring about them. It's just that... I can't. I, I'm. I'm busy. I got five kids in my house at any given time. That is true. Okay, I care about so you I love too. Y'all, Your sanity is important but, uh, to me. <laughs> some of y'all need to come get these kids. Come help me but babysit anyway, these um, motherfuckers. <laughs> come get them, okay? Um, but they said we can't have no um, play dates, so fuck it. Anyway, um, yes. So again, same tune. You guys can catch us after you know. Um, you can get access to the uh, new episode on Wednesday on Facebook. So watch out for the watch parties that will um, start posting that information via our Instagram and via our Facebook. But also you could check us out, you know, um, tune in Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Music, um, well, Apple iTunes or whatnot. And, um, yeah, I think I got them all. And um, since there won't be any shows right now, just know that when we can go outside, best believe we is coming outside. Okay? So just stay tuned. For those of you guys who like to travel to our show, you know, save your twos and fuse. Y'all ain't spending no money on gas money. So I know you're going to have some change to come to the show. Okay? Um. So, yeah, I think that's that. I feel like I'm rambling. I love y'all. We love y'all. Y'all stay safe out there, okay? And um, everything's not a conspiracy. Um, Let's be smart. And um, until next time, y'all, peace.